Bam, we're live. Ooh, I'm, it, it's uh, 7 a.m. here. I'm sweaty already. I'm sweating. <laughs> sweating. Like I have the meat sweats. <laughs> Danny, what's up, dude? Oh, nothing much. It's uh, 10 a.m. where I am, so I already got a workout in for the day. And Dang. Hang out with you guys. I think you're the... Um, you're the second person ever we interviewed who trains at uh, CrossFit Krypton. Uh, you've interviewed you, Ben. Yeah, Laura. that's what I mean. Oh, oh, that's right, Laura. We can put Laura in the pile. You actually <laughs> see Laura? Laura's yeah. a real person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rewatched that podcast the other day. It was, uh, it was pretty funny. She's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's got a very dry sense of humor, and uh, I, I enjoyed that. You think you think she likes me? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's awesome. Would you lie to me to make me feel good? No. No. <laughs> that's a bit awesome. Um, I was at the beach. I, I, I'm in uh, Newport Beach, California. It's like, uh, where is it? It's, it's south of Los Angeles, probably, let's say, 100 miles. I don't know if that's true, but it's south of Los Angeles somewhere. And uh, I went to the beach yesterday, and I ran into some people I hadn't seen in years. And... Um, I'm like, Hey, you want to hang out at the beach? And they said, sure. So I went down to the beach with um, them and Hiller and my family. And I, and I'm, I took off my shirt and the lady goes, Oh my God, you're fat. <laughs> I goes, He's not that fat. I was just like, wow. And my shirt's back on. No, yeah. I, no fucking, I just threw down. I just drank more. <laughs> push, push it away. Damn. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I just figured since you know you would, you just wouldn't be fat. I'm like, I'm not that fat. <laughs> oh my gosh! If if you're fat, um, uh, they're gonna need a new term for some other folks, dude. And it, well, you know what's even crazier, but but it's consistent. Two days ago, I was at the, um, I was at the, I was in Santa Cruz, and I was with some other friends who I hadn't seen in a while, and we're at the beach, and this lady looks over at me and my wife, and she goes, "Oh, are you guys zoning?" And I and I and I go I go look at me. Do I look like I zone? She goes, No, I just didn't want you to feel bad and only ask your wife. I was like, Fuck. Damn. Oh God. No love. Yeah. I'm good though with it. it. It's it's good. It's 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 like therapy. Yeah. What made me think about that is is that you you've used you've used that for motivation, right? P- people critiquing your body. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. It's funny. We, uh, even in the gym, I'll, uh, people will come by and, you know, CrossFit is people come by and encourage you. Oh yeah. You're doing a good job. And that doesn't do it for me. I like it when people call me a fat piece of shit. Yeah. 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 Some, some fetish, some, some fetish, some fetish support. <laughs> well, negative yeah. coaching. Yeah. 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 It, it helps me a lot. Um, to, to kind of prove people wrong. So Danny, how old are you? I'm 33. Oh man, you're so. I found CrossFit at 34, so a year older than than you are. Yeah. And and how, and how, when did you find CrossFit? You know, I've I've known about it for years. I grew up in Chesapeake, so um, and, and like a mile and a half from Krypton, so I've always driven by it. Uh, I, I remember watching Ben in 2015 win the game, so I always wanted to try, it, but it was like super intimidating. You know, it was always one of those when I get when I get a little fitter, maybe I'll go try that, but. Um, yeah, I, fi- I finally started in. Uh, it was during the open last year. I think um, the day before twenty two or twenty one point two is when I started at Krypton. 
Which was uh, 21 point. What year is that? That's 2021 since it's 21. Yeah. Point. So, so you've been doing it just over a year. Yeah. About 18 months. Yep. It's a trip. When I think of CrossFit Krypton, I, I don't think of it as like, uh, uh, like, like an affiliate where people train. I just think of it as this place where Ben Smith is. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. trip. It yeah. might. But then when I see your pictures, it's a full blown, like, awesome insane flourishing affiliate it really is i mean they got classes from 5 a.m all the way to 7 p.m um so yeah it's it's always it's always packed and uh yeah we have we have a i, I really love it there the, the environment's incredible i know i started on a thursday and uh it was like man i don't know if this is for me and then the guy behind the front desk told me to come back on friday because they were doing friday night lights and so i came in and, and saw everybody kind of cheering everybody on during Friday night lights. And, and that's when I was, I was hooked immediately. Hey, did you do it that Thursday when you first came in? Did you actually do it that Thursday? Yeah. yeah I did my oh. first workout that Thursday and I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know if this is it. And then I, I thought, I thought back. he was like, Hey, not today, tomorrow. And I was like, Oh, that's a mistake. Because if you, if you have the guts to go in the first day, you better got it. Get that. Yeah. But yeah. they got you working out. That's awesome. Yeah. What was your first workout? Um, it had thrusters. I remember that. Um, and I, it, it, I ended up doing it with a PVC pipe yep. um, and, and couldn't even, you know, break parallel with my squats and um, all sorts of crazy stuff, man. A, a buddy sent me a video of me doing it like a couple months back and, and just watching that. It was, it was insane um, seeing where I started. Off topic a little bit. I saw a video the other day of Noah doing Fran, which looked like two minutes. Yeah. And someone goes, Hey, um, I don't think I could do that with just the bar. And you know what I was actually thinking? I'm wondering, and I have great pull-ups. I could probably do 30 pull-ups in a row, maybe even strict. But I don't know if I can do that with a PVC pipe and jumping pull-ups. Yeah. I need to try that. It was, I, I watched that. Two minutes is nuts. Non, That's a lot of movement. That's a lot. That is a lot of movement. Hey, I think it would be a great workout with jumping pull-ups and just a PVC pipe, just, just get, I mean, I'd have to be warm still to move that fast, but yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, what, it's, have you ever seen, what's the, do you know what the fastest time Susa is? You've ever seen someone, have you ever seen someone do Fran with jumping pull-ups and uh PVC? I've never seen him do it with jumping pull-ups and PVC. No, no. I want, I wonder what the, I wonder what the record time is for that. I'm going to try I'm going to do, maybe I'll film that. Maybe I'm that's, gonna, that's what, maybe that's, that's what I should be when I get to get back home for my workout. See if it's possible to break the two minute barrier doing that. I think you will. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like mine's like crazy fast. And <clears throat> the fast I've gone is like two thirty two. With, with the regular back. Fran, you've done two thirty two. Yeah. Oh God. Susan's fit. <laughs> Have you, have you, have you done a, um, RX, uh, Fran, Danny? No. Yeah. I, I, so I've still yet to get a, a strict pull up. Uh, it's, it's one of, it's one of the main goals I'm working towards. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm banded pull-ups right now. And a lot of times during, you know, workouts, I'll, I'll do inverted rows. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still working towards the pull-ups. I, uh, I got my first pull-up. I was in the backyard. I was in college at my house. I think I was 24. And we, and we were hot, me and this dude were high on drugs <laughs> and he, and he, he was, he was into different drugs than I was into. He did meth and uh, steroids. He was crazy. Jack. There's your two minute friend time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's quite the combo. But that you know, dude taught me how to do a pull up in, in a tree. 
I, I wasn't on meth or steroids, but, but it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy when I got my first pull up at 24, I was like, holy shit, this is a game changer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's one of the things I'm working towards. I've, I've never got a pull up in my life. So it's definitely a big thing for me. I know I had never ran a mile all the way through until I started to Krypton. Um, I, I told Ben how much I hated running and I think he might've, you fucked up. He took that to heart because we do a movement of the month. And so I started in March and the movement, the movement of the month for May was one mile for time. Oh, for time. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever done a mile for time either. Like, God, that sounds so scary. I'd never ran it all the way through until, until that point. Did you, did you, what, what was your time? Did you break 15 minutes, 10 minutes? Yeah. I ended up getting 12, 12 and a half minutes, I think. Wow. Shit. And you were hurt. Oh yeah. For days. Days. <laughs> at that point, I'm still, you know, like I was probably still 380 pounds at that point. And how tall are you? Uh, six one. That's awesome. Um, uh, you said Chesapeake. What state is that? Virginia. Virginia. So okay. It's right by Virginia Beach. Okay. It's weird when I think of Virginia. So I never think of Virginia as um, being on the coast. I just I can't really in my head. West Virginia, Virginia, and DC are all just like a clump in my head. Yeah. My geographic mind. It's just like yeah. a mess. Just a yeah. We, but but, yeah. but you're on the you're on, Virginia actually is on the Atlantic. Yeah, we're very, the Chesapeake is the very southeast corner of Virginia. And are you are you in your like hometown where you're born? Like yeah. that's. I was born in Virginia Beach, and then we moved to Chesapeake when I was probably four or five. Um, oh. I've lived some other places. I, I, you know, I lived in Alabama for a little bit, uh, and I most recently I lived in Portland for about a year and a half. No shit. Yeah, yeah. How did you end up in Portland? So I, uh, for work, I do. Uh, I'm a project manager in, in ship repair. Uh, so I, I was working like, for, like ship, like boats. Yeah, like uh, navy ships. U.S. Okay. Navy ships. Um, so I, I went and worked out for a ship repair company out there. Um, and uh, me and the family went and we, we loved it. And then COVID hit and we didn't have any friends or family out there. And mm. they were insane with COVID. I mean, my wife and daughter were pretty much locked up for too much straight. So, uh, she came to me and said, we got to move home. So I, we packed it up, moved home. Yeah. It's a tragedy that those people got that town. <laughs> yeah, Portland is guess. Portland is such an amazing place, and those really people have, and they destroyed that place. Uh, um, I, I I don't mean this in in any way. Like I, like if you haven't been to Portland, you have to understand. Like downtown Portland, there's it, it actually is kind of like a zombie movie. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. It is a the weirdest yeah. group of people. The um I don't know what they're doing to themselves. There's there's nothing natural there. There's no one. We, we were there. It's so weird. It's so weird. We were there right so after, um, right after George Floyd too. So we, we experienced like the, the, the riots downtown and stuff where they, yeah, they, um, just, they destroyed downtown. It was, the, the, it was the million, the million white man March rioting. It was, it for was George insane. Floyd. I'll tell you, you know, that is the Portland is the, uh, whitest large American city in the world. I, 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 I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a ironic. Place. Yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, and, and and what's crazy too is there were there were there were crazy entrepreneurs there, and so it's it's a big city, but there but there were so many young people there starting like cool shit, like just a place that serves whiskey, just a place that serves croissants, just yeah. a place that makes leather belts, and and you could have that because it was still affordable living, and then something fucking happened, and 
Yeah. Uh, it is. There's a lot of great businesses there too. I mean, yes. Columbia is out of Portland. Nike, Mm -hmm. um, Adidas. They're all out of Portland. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a really awesome spot. I, I really love that area of the world. And uh, and um uh the, the they have so much fucking water which being from California you just you just see as a premium what's the there's a big tech company there too is it Microsoft or Intel yeah. who's there Intel Microsoft they're both In, there yeah our, our Intel is there yeah yeah Microsoft I think is Washington yeah <clears throat> yeah Intel Intel is in Portland as well when um how 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 old were you do you, how old were you when you started getting heavy uh, I've I've been overweight looking back i always thought that i was really big but i was definitely overweight all through high school but how about Uh, how about in elementary school uh not so much i I played sports and stuff when i was a younger kid and i probably middle school is when i started probably putting on some weight um uh and did you do stuff like you just sit down and watch tv and eat a box of ricks the whole box of ritz crackers shit like that yeah yeah um yeah, and we I think we had, you know, fast food and stuff as as kids and uh we we were pretty busy. You know, my my uh, when I was younger my dad worked a lot, my mom was a teacher. So I remember, you know, uh me I have one older brother, so during the summertime uh when my mom was off school, we we'd go to like CC's Pizza. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a it's a pizza bu- it's a pizza buffet where it's it's like 4 bucks a person. So, you know, it was cheap to take two teenage boys there. Yep. Um and and my brother and I would have like eating contests. He could eat the most pizza. Yeah. So, it, it, and um, so you did play sports as a kid. So in what sports did you play? So you were comfortable in your body as a kid? Yeah, a little bit. I played, um, so I played some baseball, uh, dabbled in soccer for a little bit, but not, not a whole bunch. And then when I got to high school, I did a uh, marching band. I was in the drum line. Wow. Uh, that's, that's so interesting. I, I think the, I used a bike. Did you ride a bike to school? Did you use a bike for transportation? No, no. I think that's the only thing I did. That was like my saving grace. I rode my bike fucking everywhere. Yeah. How about Capri Suns? Did you have Capri Suns at home? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure we did. And the, the little hugs, you know, the little like uh, the hug containers with the little foil wrappers that were um, disgusting sugary juice. That was like Tang or something, right? It was in the yes. little plastic. It was like a little plastic round jug. I think they were called hugs. I can't remember. I, my, 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 and would your parents, because my mom would try like to be like healthy. Like we weren't allowed to have soda pop in the house. We wouldn't have Capri Suns. And yet I would still ha- eat like a whole box of Ritz crackers for dinner or the key, anything yeah. the Keebler elves made that was like a cracker. <laughs> it would say, it would say no fat. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I'd eat a fucking box that could feed like five people. No, my parents were pretty good about as far as dinner goes. Yeah, those hugs. Uh, wow. Look at oh, that market. ghetto. That a, is a, ghetto. A little hug. Just a little yeah, hug. Just a little hug. They make it sound so only one gram of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> well, you put like three of those down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we were pretty good about dinner. My parents cooked a lot, right? My dad, my dad's always been like a fisherman kind of deal. So we ate a lot of seafood and, and stuff growing up. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, snacking, and we had sodas and, and stuff like that. The, you know, the cookies and sodas were always available. Do you see where it went wrong? Do you see where it went sideways? Yeah, I think I, I, I had a little too much freedom as a kid uh, to, to eat and drink whatever I wanted. Um, and then, you know, uh, go, we, buffets and stuff like that. We, we, I remember there was a Chinese buffet we ate at in, in uh, town. 
uh, pretty frequently, once a week probably. Um, so I think stuff like that just carried over into uh, adulthood where uh, I just got consumed as much as possible. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't really have too many buffets in California. I can't think of actually any. But like when I remember when hometown buffet is probably like the only one I could think of out of yeah. off the top of my head here. Yeah, I don't even but there's not it's not a popular thing here at all. But I can yeah. remember being places where there was a buffet as a kid, like if somehow you ended up at a casino somewhere yeah. or <laughs> or in the East Coast or something. Yeah. I just remember as a kid, it's like holy shit, this is really this is heaven yeah we had golden corrals they're big around here i don't know if you know what that is Um, i've heard of it i don't i don't think i've ever been in one we actually we actually called them uh the scarf and barf um (laughs) wow wow we that's hardcore i remember being a kid there was a oh we had sizzler we had sizzler sorry go ahead go ahead danny go ahead sorry we we uh ate at a golden corral one time and saw a family it was mom dad probably four kids ate enough dinner to where they, they, one of them threw up at the table where, which made the rest of them throw up at the table. They went and got cleaned up in the bathroom, came back, sat at another table, had dessert. You witnessed that? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Getting that money's worth right there. Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so from then on, it's been the scarf and barf. Dude, that's, that's a, um, that sounds like it's a, uh, 1980s, uh, comedy, like with Chevy Chase would be in or something. Yes. It, it was like, uh, what was that movie with Eddie Murphy? The clumps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it made me think of. Um, it, how old were you when you got self-conscious about it, about your weight? Uh, high school, high school was, um, you know, I was, uh, I was, I was always the funny kid though. So I, you know, I used my, my humor to kind of. Mm-hmm to um play it off and and i was popular because of how funny i was so but yeah i was always conscious self-conscious about my weight and and how would that show like in the traditional ways like if if, like the whole if the senior class is going to like the um water slides you'd be like fuck that i don't want i'm not doing that no i I would just make jokes about myself to kind of make it where nobody else could joke on me yeah and then would that make you comfortable with it? Were you cool with it then? Some, um, you know, like I do like the truffle shuffle and stuff like that. So I wouldn't have mm. a problem taking my shirt off, but I always make a joke of it. And it would, it would try and make myself comfortable to, to be around people and, and be like that. But yeah, it was always tough. Um, the, the truffle shuffle that's from Goonies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I guess it kind of, I, I guess it works too, though it's a, it's a net positive, right? You want to get out there. You need to be free. If you have to be the one to crack the joke, if that's the way you're um, mitigating the, the discomfort, I guess my, you might as well do that. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I wish I would have put that effort into being more active. Um, but uh, yeah, I put a lot of effort into being the funny guy just to live with being fat as opposed to trying to do something about it. At that point, have you put on so much weight that it, it's it's stretched out your skin or your body to a point where there's no return? Did, is, is that has that happened in high by high school already? Yeah, I was probably in a like a two X t shirt in high school, um, which I mean, it, not necessarily huge, but I was I was I was pretty big. That's the part. That's the part. I, I as a as a parent, I trip on the most. 
when I see kids who are so overweight that I'm like, okay, that kid's going to have that for the rest of his life. Meaning that, that body's never going to, the skin is going to be so stretched out that that body's never going to be able to contract back down. Yeah. I think you said it the other day with, uh, Ariel that I'll, I'll never be able to drive my Ferrari. Right. I I wrecked my Ferrari. Uh, Yeah. 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 And, Um, and, and and that, and, and, On one hand, that's okay, but but parents, what what should your parent what what should your what should your parents done? Um, just not buy that stuff, not have it in the house. Like, what do you do to make sure that that doesn't happen to your kid? But you also don't want to fuck your kid up, right? You don't want to give your kid a fucking eating disorder, right? Yeah, that's it's it's something that my wife and I are like super conscious about with the whole eating disorder thing. But our biggest thing is to uh, try and live by example. So yeah, we especially at the beginning of this year, we stopped buying, um, you know, we always had little Debbie's and stuff like that in the house. Um, so we, we cut out as much as we could. Soda's gone. Um, if you want a soda, it's like a zero calorie soda. So you can have, you know, Coke zero, Sprite zero. Um, and then we, we just don't keep the snacks in the house readily available. Um, and it's, and that, that alone has helped significantly. And then we, we cook at home, we cook at home as much as possible. Um, she's our daughter's super busy too. She stays uh, really active. She does competitive dance, so she's in the studio like three hours a day, probably five or six days a week. So, hey, did you did you follow the games at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I think Emma Lawson. That's her background. I think is that her until one of those one of those ladies until they were thirteen. They were a competitive dancer. I was like, yeah. I think it was Emma. I, mm. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> Yeah, that's crazy. That's hardcore. It is. God. It is. Uh, how how old's your daughter? Ten. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's and she's like really good at it. Um, you know, um, I know a lot of parents probably say that, but uh, she she competed in like a higher age group this year and 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 won pretty much every competition she went to for her solo. So she uh, she pushes real hard. She loves it. Uh, she works hard when she wants to get something. So we encourage it as much as possible. Um, she sees me do CrossFit. So she'll come in and hang out at the gym some nights and stuff, which is cool. Uh, she was doing GHDs the other night, which uh, I, I loved. I was showing her how to do some GHD setups. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Competitive yeah, like, is hardcore too, huh? Yeah. She used to do that uh, before she went back to dance. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty intense. She, she did what before dance? Competitive cheer. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's already, she's probably like doing, uh, um, doing her own, uh, choreography too. By that, I mean like y- you can walk into the living room and she'll be in there just dancing, making up routines and shit. Anytime music's on the kids dancing. Like yeah, that's awesome. You can't stop her from dancing. It's re- relentless. Uh, I need to get my kids into dance too. What would you recommend they start? Cause they dance like crazy. They dance every day, same shit, but they, yeah. what would you start them in? Uh, ballet is the foundation of everything. Uh, I know it, it, you know, it's like the, they did ballet foundation. for a little bit, I, it, but after a year, I couldn't see any fucking progress. It, it's tough. It, it's really tough, but she's like, she, yeah, there you go. She, uh, she went to nationals for the first time this year and won and won nationals. Wow. Yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's a monster. She's a beast. Look at that trophy. It's like as big as her. How cool it's would that? Yeah. Her, yeah. Like I never had any trophies. Didn't really play. So she's got one that's as tall as her. Man, we, I, I made her a wall in her bedroom that is like all of her awards from this year. And she already ran out of wall space. Wow. Just does she, year. does she love her awards? 
Yeah, yeah, she does. She's yeah, super, my kids super love proud of them. Super proud of them. My kids awesome. love the words. So, so you're um, and and did you just stop exercising? Was there a point? What was the heaviest you got? Uh, four fifty-five. And, and how do you know that? Uh, so we went when we were driving back from Portland, um, to here. Uh, when we were moving back, uh, we stopped in Vegas for a few days, and we went to that um, Heartbreak Grill, I think it's called, on uh, Fremont Street. And it's like if, if you're yep. if you're over 350 pounds, you get to eat for free. Yeah. That's I. Someone sent me that the other day. I don't know if it was you. Someone sent me a picture of that. So I, I stepped on the scale and it was it was 455. And we were intending to go in and get a burger. And when I saw that number, I was like, mm, no, we're, I'm not. I'm not eating at this place. What do you think about that? It, it, so no no one who who goes there and weighs 350 right. like that. Uh, yeah. So is that? Is that was that heartbreaking to you when you got on the scale? Did like something moved inside of you? Uh, I think that was the start of it. Yeah, that was the catalyst. It, it, um, but it, it still took a little bit, right? Um, <clears throat> we moved back here in July of 2020, and then um, I had to go to San Diego for work with my new job here, uh, and I spent like six months in San Diego, and it. Um, it was probably November of 2020 when I started like really working out and stuff. 450. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, what kind of car did you drive at the time? <laughs> I, I have a little, uh, I have a Ford Focus hatchback that I drive and, and then my wife has a Ford Explorer. So, so at 450, you have to have the seat all the way? All the way back. Like, like it, it's laying down. Um, no, it, so the focus was surprisingly big, but the, yeah, the seats all the way back and, uh, the steering wheels pushed all the way in at four fifty. It, it, I, I, I can't even. And, and um, do you need walking assistance at four fifty? I didn't. Um, surprisingly, I, I'm, I got around, pretty okay i mean i i still went up on ships and stuff just not quite as frequently as i did in previously in my career um but yeah um i couldn't you know crawling into tanks was a big thing i couldn't get inside of the manholes to get inside of tanks on ships and stuff do you um, remember so, the day that happened was there like a day that you could and then one day you're like not today yep i, I remember i put on some coveralls and I, I went to the ship to go check some work that got done and I, I started to crawl in like I was just going to be able to hop right in, no problem. And then I literally could not fit through the hole. And I'm like, don't remember this being these tight. And I, I was like measuring the, I, I remember measuring the the manhole to see if it was like a different size on this one ship or something. Because I just couldn't believe that I wouldn't fit. Um, where where do you get clothes when you're, when you're 450? Where do you get pants and underwear and shit like that? Uh, so I got... Um, Duluth trading in, in Oregon was a place I shopped at a lot. Um, they had like these fire hose pants that were like real stretchy uh, that I would wear. Um, and then uh, uh, like Walmart, Walmart's pretty good about having three X, four X size shirts. So basically it's, it, there's a whole market. There's, there's, there's a whole market for it. Yeah. And there's another store called DXL. I think destination extra large. It's for big and tall folks. And I, I had some, uh, some five X shirts from there at one point. That was the biggest shirt I ever wore was five X. 
when I see someone shorter than me, it's kind of like weird. Not, not, I mean, I see some women and kids. How tall are you? Like five, five. Like I see some, I'm like in the, in the, like, I'm like in the, what percentage am I in? I think I'm like in the, I want to say 16%, but I think I'm lying. I think like, I think it's like 12% of men are shorter than me. You're in the top percentage for CrossFitters though. So you should be really good at CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only reason why I do CrossFit. So I'd be tall, but, but like, it's always like, if I see someone shorter than me, it's like an Asian woman or something, <laughs> it's just, but it's the truth. And, yeah. uh, and like cats and dogs are shorter than me, but cats and dogs, yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, but when I see someone shorter than me, like, and I'm talking to them, I notice, like, yeah. I'm just like, I'll be like, Oh, like, if, especially if I'm looking down, it's weird as fuck. Um, when you're 450 and, and I assume it's like that for tall people, I I'm assuming like once you get over six, six, like you see someone taller than you and you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it's gotta be weird. Right. Yeah. It's like two black dudes seeing each other in Iceland. They're like, what? <laughs> um, uh, oh, do, do you, is it like that when you're 450? Like, are there other 450 pound people? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, and like, do you see them and you're like, oh, fuck, that's a 500er? Sometimes. I, I, I watched, uh, I would watch my 600 pound life uh, on TLC. It kind of made me feel a little bit better about myself. Hey, is your does your brain get fucked up at 450? What do you mean? Um, those people on the, I've never watched that whole show. Um, but but those people some they don't see, something seems damaged. Like their yeah. in, their intellectual capacity, like I don't know if it's like pressure on the brain from the fat on the head or if it's just a crazy hormone imbalance, but they don't seem they seem um uh, like I obviously I don't get this vibe from you, but th- like they seem like some some of the, like they seem dumb, like something's broken. Yeah, I think like 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 I used to work in a home for just dis- mentally disabled adults, and there's that kind of there's a little bit of that component to it. I don't know if you get dumb because of being fat, but maybe um, I think like maybe lower IQ people might be more susceptible to it, right? Because it, they- it, it maybe it, and maybe not even anymore since it's just so prevalent, right? Yeah. But but you didn't feel um, so uh, the other day I, I went somewhere I went to a, a cafe with someone and I hadn't been to this cafe like in three years and I ordered pancakes and it was and it was fucking crazy and the dude I was with was like <laughs> you're gonna eat those I'm like yeah and he's like dude you're gonna be asleep in an hour and it really was like that like yeah. a couple hours later I was like Whew. I was like had to like oh uh, <laughs> so so if you're 450 you must go through that like. That, that's kind of, I guess, maybe what I mean. Like mentally, you're just in this, you must be in this crazy roller coaster, right? Hormonal roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, food, food was a weird thing. I don't, I don't remember, like, I don't remember sitting there feeling like, oh man, I'm 450 pounds, but looking back, I can see it. And it was like, dude, you were enormous. Um, but I would, uh, you know, if we, I pick up food on the way home for like, my wife and daughter and I and stuff, I would always order extra and eat it on the way home kind of thing, mm. you know, and then get home and, and have a, a meal there. Right. But, uh, the, the math alone to, to sustain 450 pounds of how much I had to consume is just absolutely insane. But I mean, it was like, I ate nonstop. If I saw, if I saw you, if I saw you, I like, I saw a lady the other day at the beach, she was probably six, three and she probably was like, Two thirty, two forty. Was it that one chick again that we saw last time in Newport that you know. wanted to be friends with and like 
Oh, no, 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 no. This chick wasn't that big. No, no, that. But I did do the exact same thing. And my wife didn't even appreciate it. I, Whenever this lady would get up and walk down to the water, I would get up and walk down to the water, too, so I could stand next to her. She carried this lady carried the weight amazing. Like she looked, I thought she looked great for being 50 pounds away. She's in a bikini. It was nuts, but she was huge. And I just wanted to stand next to her just like to make like a mockery of the whole thing. Like, look at this little man next to this giant woman. But my, my wife, I was like, did you see that? And my wife's like, no, what? I'm like, the fuck? I, every time she gets up, I go stand next to her. So I look at the little man. But she didn't, she didn't appreciate it. Um, did you ever use the carts, Danny? No, I, I, I refused. Yeah, do you had a, yeah you had a, kind of a disdain for them like fuck those people like I'm not doing that. Uh, I don't think I did then. I, I, I sometimes I do now. I find I catch myself doing it now. I, I see people mm. riding around in those carts and and I, I try and I try and be considerate. Like I try and look at them and say, hey, maybe they got something else going on that you can't see. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I got I got called fat phobic recently, and I I think it it is actually kind of a good describer for me at this point. Um, I'm going to come back to that in a second. Um, the 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 carts are kind of scary, right? Because if you go in the cart, you're not coming. You there? You like it's kind of like a one way. Yeah, it's one a, way door. It, what was that? Scary. What was that movie? Idi- Idiocracy, where everybody ends up like in the little weird chairs, <clears throat> rolling around and stuff. I know what. What I saw Idiocracy, I don't remember it there, but I believe it. But definitely Wally, Wally World. World. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And the kid falls out of the cart, and the the robot comes and puts him and his soda back in the cart. Yeah, yeah. It's isn't it weird that it's real? Yeah, it's real, literally real, happening. Yeah. There's this, there's this thing. I, I'm gonna say this, and it's fucking, I, I fucking. It's for me. It even seems batshit crazy. But there's this, you know, this article came out recently, MSNBC and the, and uh, or CBS something, and they're saying that um, climate change is is what's led to childhood obesity, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking batshit crazy. But here's here's what I think the real truth is, and I think there's a truth to this. I think that obesity has led to, uh. Not climate change, but I think obesity is an eco disaster. I think obesity might be the world's largest eco disaster, and it's not, and no one wants to say it. I think like dialysis centers might be the largest consumers of water of any business yeah. on the planet. They're just fucking, they just suck down water to perform dialysis on people. And when I went to um, Disneyland and I was surrounded by people who were all over 300 pounds, Everything that they consume, they consume 5x what I did, 5x the amount of paper cups, 5x the amount of napkins. Their clothes were bigger. And I'm just like, wow, these people fucking use a shit ton of fucking global resources. Yeah. Yeah. Food. I mean, you consume yeah. way more food. Yeah. And, 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 and just the waste they make. And it's like someone could be like, hey, you're being an asshole. But, I, but don't make me be an asshole. Just, it's just the math, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just the math. So you never get into a cart and, um, uh, um, you said you knew of, um, uh, CrossFit back in 2015, but did you think that those people were weird at the time? Like, fuck those people have like uh, issues, like they're obsessive about their weight or they're working out and like something must be wrong with them. Did you have some I, sort of stigma? I don't think like that, but I, I did have like, you know, a lot of people that would say that it's, you know, dangerous and that, that was probably the most thing that I heard is that, uh, yeah, dangerous and you're going to get hurt if you go and do it and this, that, and the third. So it was always kind of intimidating. And then 
And then of course it was always uh, everybody you saw, especially Krypton is like stupid fit. So yeah. it's yeah. Su- super intimidating, you know, walking into a gym with uh, 20 people that all have six packs, eight packs. <laughs> yeah. Were you able just to walk in your first time <clears throat> or do you have to do like a little flyby? Cause for me, even when I was going to an actual CrossFit affiliate, I had been doing it in the backyard for a little bit. I remember looking for it, driving, like trying to find the building, seeing the group of people that were running for a 400 meter warm up at me. And I was like, screw this. I'm out of here. And I just turned and I just left and it took like another week to get back. Were you able yeah. just to go in or was how uh, was that process? So you can see it from like one of the main roads in Chesapeake. You can see Krypton and, and there's a big sign on it that says CrossFit. So I drove past it a few times. Um, yeah. But yeah, the first time I pulled in the parking lot, I, I went right in. No shit. That's amazing. That story that Sousa told is pretty, is, I've heard that story a dozen yeah. times yeah. where people get, pull up in the parking mm. lot and will literally, um, I mean, I mean, I think even, I, I think it was Chuck Carswell who's told the story a couple of times where he's had to, and I know Greg's had to do it where you have to go in the parking lot and like, be like, Hey, yep. there's something like, <laughs> I've done that. get out of your right. fucking car. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I you didn't I, do that. You just, and were you tripping by the time you walk from your car to there, you're already sweating. Yeah, pro- probably so. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. I do remember sitting in my car for a while. I got there, um, you know, like an hour before the class I was going to do, and I sat oh, in the car for thirty, like, like just fighting myself. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, oh. I I had already started kind of working out too, though. So I was, I, you know, I started working out in like November of the previous year. So I I'd been going to the regular gym, doing my own thing, kind of just walking on the treadmill and stuff like that, but. Um, it was still super intimidating, super intimidating. Did you have any, um, hairbrain issues or, uh, uh, ideas before like, uh, like, okay, I'm not going to eat for three days and I'm going to stay on a treadmill for 24 hours. Like, did you, did you start coming up with hairbrain plans? I mean, not stuff you actually executed on, but no, I, I, um, I was, I was pretty smart about my nutrition early on. And then I got kind of, um, I got kind of lazy with it last year. Um, cause I think fig- I figured that if I was working out enough, that it wouldn't matter too, too much. Uh, and I, so I actually last year, probably the last three months, four months of last year, I put a little bit of weight back on, um, even going to CrossFit every night, but we, we'd go out with some, some dance parents pretty frequently. And I, I was drink I was drinking a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, beginning of this year, we changed our diet, stopped buying all this bad stuff and I quit drinking. Um, what were you drinking beer or? Yeah, a lot of a lot of beer. We'd go to brew- breweries are pretty big here, you know, like little micro breweries and stuff. So we'd mm-hmm. go to breweries two, three times a week during the summer, and uh, yeah, I was, you know, six, seven, eight beers a night, kind of thing. When you started the journey, the, the um, so so really the journey started in um, November of twenty twenty one, or or the even the year before that. No, it was November 2021 or 2020, November 2020, 2020. OK. And this so there was a year of like, hey, you do it on your own, you, you know, and then built the confidence, sit in the parking lot for an hour. Um, any pushback from your family or friends, anyone no. who, who didn't want you to lose weight, like they wanted to keep you as who you were? No, no, no. not at all. Not at all. Uh, everybody's been super, super, super encouraging. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been good. Um, and any of it bleed off into other people, your wife, your, 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 your friends, your siblings. Yeah. Yeah. My, my wife for sure. Um, especially the nutrition side. Right. Um, I think 
this year, she's probably lost 55 pounds just from eating. Oh, right. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And awesome. she'll, she'll, she'll come to CrossFit occasionally, you know, everybody at, at our, uh, 7 PM class, I always do the 7 PM class. Cause it's, uh, it's probably, it's like all the degenerates and uh, <laughs> all so we, we, we all get along really well, you know, talk shit to each other and, and, uh, really we have a good time. We're actually in the middle of like a, a small competition, like a 7 PM CrossFit games where we're doing like a five week bang where we're competing against each other. And it's, it's gotten, it's gotten kind of wild, uh, but yeah, she'll come occasionally and they, they try and talk her into it. But, um, yeah, we, we have a really good time at class. So I think that makes it, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to, we, yeah, okay. we were both trying to bring this comment <laughs> up at the same uh, time. And it kept, yeah, if you, if you go look at my story on Instagram right now, I, so we, one of the categories we get judged in for this competition is like creativity of how the team dresses. So uh, me and two other guys wore sports bras and short shorts last night. <laughs> oh, awesome. Hey, what would you say to people who... Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> hey, so you these guys mean a lot to you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's days that you go in just to see them. Yeah. I, like I, maybe you don't want to go... What are their names, those two dudes? So the guy, uh, the guy in the teal shorts, that's Will. Uh, and the guy in the middle there is it's Phil. So you'll um, be like, fuck it. At least I get to, like, it, it's like going to school. I guess I remember being in school. You don't might not want to go, but at least I'm going to get to play kickball with uh, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, so Phil and I work out a lot together. Uh, Will, Will is like stupid fit and so strong. So he's a little bit ahead of me, but um, not, not that Phil isn't Phil's still ahead of me, but we work out a lot together. We push each other, which is a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, those guys uh, and there's, and there's a few others for sure that like, it makes it really easy to come back. Like you don't even have to think about it. You know, it's but a trip. To, go ahead. All the, all the, all the gyms like that, to be honest with you. I mean, everybody there is just uh, like, so incur- uh, when I did the walk where I put the 150 back on, uh, I had like 40 people join me that like, I gave them a day's notice and they were like, yeah, we'll do it. Let's go. Tell me about that. There's tell me like that in excruciating detail. I want to hear that. Like how that idea popped in your head and, 150 pounds is great. You walked a mile with 150 pounds on you. Yeah. So I put the 20 pound vest on and then I, that in that ruck, I had a, um, 130 pounds of dumbbells. Wow. Which was a miserable way to put it back on, by the way, it was like trying to, like I was bent over most of the walk. Um, cause it was just a miserable way to carry the weight. How, 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 how did that idea come? Um, so Will actually suggested it, um, you know, because I, I hit 150. I'm like, dude, I hit 150 pounds of weight loss. Like this is. This so is you're 300 pounds here. Are you 300 here? 305. Uh, 305. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and and he's like, you should, you know, uh, maybe drag a sled or or carry some kettlebells and and do the do the ruck. And that guy right there in the middle, actually, Josh, uh, he he did 150 pounds too, and that's like his freaking body weight. He looks like Heber kind of with short hair. Mm-hmm. That does. Um, how did you? So that guy Phil asks, suggested. Holy shit! It is Heber. <laughs> that guy asks. That guy says to you, "Hey, you should put on." And are you like thinking? You just right away say, "Oh yeah, that's a cool idea. Let's do that tomorrow." Yeah, Will, Will's pretty good about pushing me to do way better with myself. He's he's uh, he Will pushes me pretty hard and. 
And so he's like, Hey, you should try this. I'm like, yeah, bet. Let's go. Let's do it. And so I think that was on like a Friday, maybe and I was like, let or on a Thursday. And so I posted, I said, Hey, I'm going to do this on Saturday after the nine o'clock class. We do a nine o'clock class every Saturday. It's like a, a pretty crazy partner workout too. So I was like, anybody that wants to hang out after the 9am and, and do this walk with me, we're going to walk a mile. I'm going to put 150 pounds on and I'm, I'm going to see how, how it felt to be, be like this. Um, and, and what what's Ben say? Is he is any part of Ben like no? You're not doing that. You're gonna hurt yourself. Ben Ben gave me the rucksack. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> and, and 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 two guys helped you put that on. No, nah, I, I I stood it up on a uh, on some jerk blocks mm-hmm. and and put and put it on. And and when you put that on, um, is it, are you immediately like, oh, this is fucking not a good idea. I walked one lap around the gym, like inside the gym. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. Like, how did I don't, I don't I, how did I survive like this? I mean, granted, wow. it was distributed differently, but yeah, there you go. Huge. Damn, um, dude, look how much older you look, too. Yeah, that's that what big. I, that's the first thing I noticed, too. You look like a, you look older than me. Fuck. Yeah, that's a, that's a 4X hoodie. So, wow. Uh, so um, did you, when you put that on, do you ever take it off? No, I walked. I walked a whole mile with it. And did you sit down? Nope. I, if I wanted to rest, I'd bend all the way over and let it kind of rest on my back some, so it wasn't pulling me straight back. Um, but no, we. I walked. A, I walked a whole mile, and then I. I Josh was moving kind of slow because 150 is a lot for him, right? So yeah. I was. At, I was actually the first one to finish, and I was. Um. And Ben was like, man, that was fast. I said, well, dude, I've been training for this for 33 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is my workout right here. Um, and so I put it down and ended up going back and walk, finishing the walk with uh, some of the other guys. Yo, do you know your time? Did you do you know your time? Under was, 30 minutes? It was it was like thir- it was right around 30 minutes. My goodness. And so uh, look at that lady in the red shorts. She got a dumbbell on her back. Oh, to yeah. both those ladies do. Yeah, and yeah. one in front's got a weight vest too. People dragging sleds and oh and yeah, Will uh, Will's crazy ass was carrying kettles, but kettlebells, which is just absolutely—he's like you know, like Liver King does that. Um, yeah, that uh, barbarian or whatever he does. Mm-hmm. Did you cry? No. 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 Not not then. Not that day. No. Did you ever cry? Did you ever cry going back to um, when when you were heavier, like 300, 400 pounds? Did you ever just like, what the fuck have I done? Yeah. Um, so I moved my wife back here uh, and daughter in like July of 2020. And I had to go back to Portland and I had to stay there until September. Uh, for work. I, for work. Um, and uh, that was a, Cause that was like after I had done the heart attack grill thing. And so that was a pretty dark two or three months for me. In in what way it seemed like an insurmountable task. I'm four I'm, I'm just doomed. Yeah. And you know that, and all like the furniture was out of our apartment that we were in. So I had like a air mattress on the, on the living room floor and a TV and, um, you know, just, I was alone. So I'd go to work and then I'd come home and close all the blinds and, just sit in the apartment and do nothing. Um, did it ever get, did you ever become suicidal? No, no, 
not an option. You got kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, but yeah, that's never even been a thing for me. When you are tempted, do you have a go-to, um, you, you know, like an AA, it's like, okay, I just need to go one minute. I just have to not have this drink. I don't need to worry about the, I just need to do one minute at a time, one day at a time, one second at a time. It, do you, is it like that at all no. with food? Yeah. No. Or, or even then, even then at any time. Um, now I'm, I, I can be pretty forgiven, but I, I, you know, if I, if I want to eat like a cheeseburger or something, I'll have a cheeseburger, but I avoid fast food as much as possible. Um, and if we do fast food, it's usually like Chick-fil-A because you can, you can do pretty good at Chick-fil-A. So, um, but, but, but to be four fifty, you have to be doing some crazy shit. Oh you have to yeah. Be, you have to be go like, go to Safeway and buy a cake and eat it right No, there. So I was never a sweets guy. I was always like a savory person. So if I went to, I would go to like Wendy's and get like a spicy chicken sandwich and then like two Dave's doubles. Um, and eat like, you know, two giant burgers and a giant spicy chicken sandwich and stuff. And a milkshake. Yeah. Frosty. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and fries. <laughs> Got to dip the fries in the frosty, man. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. McDonald's, I'd always get like three McDoubles, three McChickens. That was like a, a big, uh, and so like I was saying earlier, I would eat like a McChicken and a McDouble on the way home, mm-hmm. and then have the four at home. the 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 thing with um, fast food, like I wish I could remember, there was uh, when Greg was doing the um, those the, those kind of medical summits. They called it there like Doctors Club. He would have all these experts come in and talk about nutrition. And there was, if you just drank the shake by yourself, you were fucked. If you drank the, ate just the fries by itself, you were fucked. If you ate the hamburger by yourself, you, you were, you were okay. But there was something about mixing the way they cook hamburgers in those fast food joints and mixing it with fries and a shake. You have all three and you have a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. The way the body would, I, I wish I could remember. It's nothing that sophisticated. It's just my brain's not operating so good right in the second. But it, it would it basically, it, it was, a, it was a, a, a disaster. Like for anyone who's out there who's still eating fast food, like do not get the fucking milkshake and fries. Like do not. You're all just get the fucking hamburger. Do not get the milkshake and fries. It is so fucking bad what it does to you metabolically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It is bad. And uh, one of the big things I learned, like at the beginning of this year, was uh, how bad alcohol is for you when you eat that kind of stuff. Because you know your mm-hmm. liver break your liver breaks down fat. So uh, if you're eating the fries and stuff, your liver's working to break down fat. But if you follow that up with alcohol, uh, your liver starts breaking down the alcohol and and doesn't work on the shit that you're eating. Uh, yeah, so. I, I think I think I heard that also. Basically, yeah, basically your your body views alcohol as a poison and gives it a number one priority yep. when it when it's in your body to yep. get rid of it, and it basically fucks up all your other um, metabolic. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, slows recovery uh, from workouts and stuff like that too. For that same reason, that sucks. Drinking so fun. <laughs> I know you guys like coffee, so shout out Texas Street Coffee. I saw JB in the comments that. The guy that does the podcast with um, Ben JB. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a he's got a really awesome coffee shop here. They 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 uh, open in one of the breweries every morning, and it's it's good stuff. Oh, What's cool. that guy's name again? JB JB Anderson. JB Anderson. 
Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Every time I listen to those two, um, I wish they were. Well, I shouldn't say I wish they were. I don't know if I'd listen to more, but they're they're casual podcasters too. Yeah, they are. But they're so fucking good. If they if they did it regularly, I think um everyone's kind of blown away because because Ben has, is such a quiet man. He we is. Don't, we don't hear him. You know, he hasn't been in the in the limelight a lot. But now I think people really respect his opinion and thoughts on shit like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both they're both pretty busy guys too. I know uh, JB does a lot of work with like Young Life and stuff, stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, he's they're both great dudes. JB uh, was my judge in the Open this year, and it, it was a whole lot of fun. You know, he was talking about how how much it fired him up. I did twenty two point two RX, um, you know, the the deadlifts and burpee ones, and I I yeah. absolutely absolutely murdered myself but uh, missed the score I wanted to get by like five reps. So I ended up redoing it two days later. I, you should have me judge you. I totally give bro reps. <laughs> I totally, I am a, I totally give bro reps. Someone for negotiation too. Yeah. Four, and, and, and I'll, and I'll defend it to the death. Like if, if like Hiller made a video of you, like, Hey, I'd Just be like, yeah, so what? Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want bro reps though. So yeah, I, I give, I give, then I'm not your judge. I give total bro reps. I want to, I, I want to get better at the sport and I want to, you know, that's like my goal now is to be better. At, I want to, I want to be good at CrossFit. So, uh, you're a better man than me I, I want i want people to call me out and say hey you know get your ass lower in that squat and, and or, you know. i'd do that but if you didn't jump over the bar and you just stepped over i'm good i'm good, I'm good. <laughs> i mean that was, that was basically the the standard this year anyway so i'm good or or if you're sure. doing handstand push-ups and and, and and you can't get your feet over the tape mark fuck off I, if i see your elbows lock out you're good yeah oh rep Bro, bro. I got my own. I, I, I got my own rules. I gave a I gave a bro rep out this year though. It was yeah, uh you're a good dude. Oh, we don't throw Dustin under the bus here. No, no, not Dustin. Not Dustin. <laughs> there's a coach. There's a coach at Krypton. I think she, she competed team at one point. Uh, Lindsay, and she's 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 probably as tall as you, Savon. Yeah, uh, but a big uh, girl, big girl. She's she's intimidating for being such a little stature. So she. Uh, she came down to her wall walk with her hand behind the line. And I was like, eh, watch, watch your hand, maybe. <laughs> Don't hurt me. Fuck off, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on five. Yeah, I, tr- I try and seek out things that uh, I hate that I know I need to get better at, right? I uh, just recently started running uh, a lot more. I go to running. We do running club every uh, Saturday, um, I think. I didn't go today because I wanted to do the workout before talking to you guys, but usually I do running club on Saturday and go do the 9am workout. But like, you know, there's only one way to get better at things. So for me, I want to know that I'm doing bad so I can, I can fix it. And then I'm going to work on it a lot harder to, to try and get better at it. What about, what about running at um, 300 pounds? What, what are you now? You're 300 pounds now? Uh, 298 as of this morning. So I, I just broke the 300 mark uh, a couple of days ago. Um, I, I plateaued for a while, which is, which is a, a weird thing, uh, for like a weight loss journey. Um, you know, I hit three Oh five, probably a month or two ago when I did that walk and it took me, it took me a while to break that 300 mark. I just kept fluctuating from like three Oh one up to three Oh seven. Um, and, and that, I think that, that kind of stuff like messes with people when they, um, yeah, you can see my, my wife on, on the left picture there. And then on the right picture, she's. Yeah, fifty-five pounds is no joke. That's a bag of dog food. Yeah. So, 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 uh, tell me that. Go into that more. You, you were, you were saying about how it's a man. That's a great picture of you on the right. 
Yeah, you're aging backwards, getting younger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what do you mean it, it's a weird thing? Can, can you explain that to me? Like uh, uh, demoralizing or frustrating or? Yeah, it's a, it's a mind fuck, man. Because you're, you're, like, you're like, okay, I'm still doing the same stuff I was doing uh, a month and a half ago. You know, why am I fluctuating in weight? And I think, um, I think homeostasis has something to do with it. Like your body gets comfortable with like a, a certain size and stuff and so you know it's almost like it, it almost like it fights you on on losing at a certain point and it's one of those things that you kind of got to stick with it um my mindset losing weight has been kind of different right i haven't been focused on weight loss ne- necessarily it's just like an observable metric for me um i've been focused on mm-hmm. being more fit being more active eating right being a good example for my daughter and the weight loss comes with it so, but when you're constantly uh, using that weight loss as a metric and it, it just doesn't change for a month and a half, it, it, it messes with your mind. It makes it tough. So, so the emotional motivation is your daughter. Is, is it as simple as like, I just don't want to, I, I need to stay alive for her? A hundred percent. I want to, I want to yeah. walk her down the aisle one day, you know, I want to see her graduate high school and, and go to college if she wants to. She, I mean, she wants to be on Broadway. So if she makes it to Broadway. I want to go watch her Broadway. Right. Um, I want to see grandkids maybe, you know, if that's in the cards. Um, but also I want to just um, show her uh, how to be healthy. So she doesn't have to deal with the same shit that I'm having to deal with right now. Does a 10 year old girl notice she's 10, you said, mm-hmm. did, did, has she commented on the, on how her dad's shrinking all the time? All what does she, what does she say? Would you remember her first observation? Uh, yeah, she, she notices, she doesn't really point out the weight loss as much um, until she sees like old pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she notices the going to the gym and, and eating right and things like that. And then um, like out of nowhere, a few months back, it was like, she was like uh, just randomly started always getting diet, Dr. Pepper or Coke zero and stuff. And so like, after like a week of it, I'm like, why, why aren't, you know, usually if we go out to eat, you're going to have like a regular soda Cause it's like your one time to do it. And she's like, well, you always do it. So, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, um, does the caffeine spin? I don't never given my kids caffeine. Does that spin your daughter up? I, if I gave my kids caffeine, I think they might explode. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I, we, we were, we've, we were bad with, with what we allowed her to have, uh, at a young age. So. She doesn't drink. Does she drink coffee? She has. She oh, has. Wow. like, like before a dance competition. No, no. So she likes to make a little concoction. She calls milky coffee. That's probably yeah, me 90, too. 90, 90% milk and creamer and 10% coffee. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, she decaf sometimes, you know, stuff like that. I try and avoid it as much as possible now uh, that I'm more conscious about what we put in our mouths. Um, uh, you, and you just have one, you have one daughter, no other kids. Yep. Yeah. If I, if, if it, I, it's fucking nuts at my house with three boys. I bet. It is, it I is bet. absolutely fucking nuts. I, it would be, it would be a crazy experiment to uh, like give him some espresso beans or something, <laughs> chocolate covered espresso beans, and see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And just don't tell my wife. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what's wrong with the boys right now. <laughs> They're ten out of ten. Hey, dude, when they saw Hiller, they fucking just attacked him for five hours. They just were on his jock. 
punching him, grabbing him, wanting to feel his muscles, climbing on his back, like they do with you, Sousa. Are you just saying that to make me jealous? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, probably. It was nuts. (laughs) I'm like, guys, guys, give him some space. It was nice, though, when that girl called me fat yesterday. Um, uh, Hiller did say he does. He's not that fat. He, he just he could. He's a little thick in the midsection, but he's not fat. I was like, thank you. He's yoked. That Hiller? dude's fucking. Yeah, he's yoked. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a specimen. Yeah, yeah, he's in good shape. He's a specimen. Um, just, uh, you you posted the, the what really fucking tripped me out, which made me really uh, have to talk to you or want to talk to you, Danny. Was you posted some pictures on Facebook? Yeah, uh, Instagram. That was Instagram. Yep. Where you got the shit pulled down? Yeah. So what I did was like, um, you can boost your post, and basically uh-huh. you you like pay a few bucks, and and Instagram will put you differently into the algorithm or whatever. Um, and, and so I did that. And apparently I violated their terms and agreement when I went to boost my post. Um, so yeah. And it, it's, explain it's, that to me. What were the pictures and what was the violation? And uh, so uh, it was me on the scale at three Oh five. Um, and then the pictures were like just some simple before and after pictures. Um and it was so uh, I got a notification. I still I still have it. They're like right at the top there. It says that I can't I can't run ads. Promotions are disabled. Ads are disabled. So I, I oh, still, like like because you showed your weight loss once, you're still being punished. You still can't. Yeah. And I've I've like basically and then eventually. So I asked for a review of it a few times and eventually they, they took the whole post down. So the, the post the post is completely gone at this point. And, and what was the post? It was just the, you know, highlighting that I had made it to 305, 150 pounds of weight loss. And uh, the first picture of it was just like the one that you just saw. It's it's the scale um, yeah. that said 305 pounds. And then it was uh, uh, like a four, four pictures. And it was, you know, two before and after pictures on each and one. One of them wasn't, wasn't there a picture of like you holding, like wearing old pair of pants? Uh. Mm, Maybe I think I I think I was wearing like you had old, an old pair of pants had, you had, had pulled out showing like how much like small your waist had gotten. I, I thought I, that's what I saw. I had an old shirt and I was wearing it like a like a muumu like a robe. And, and what? And it, it's just a generic like. It, did they say anything like it's just a generic? Hey, you violated policy. That's all. That's it said. Hey, you violated policy, and then it sent me to a, a like a website about their rules on ads, and and it said that I can't promote. Uh, weight loss by showing before and after pictures, and I can't can't promote weight loss uh, by showing a scale. Fucking um, believable! Unfucking believable! I can't. You could go and show your flat ass chest, get some big old fake fucking silicon titties fucking put into you. Yeah. Yep. Have some fucking bizarre surgery that fucking women are having everywhere that at some point people are going to look back in a thousand years and been like, man, no wonder women are so fucked up. Yeah. You can show that you can show those women injecting botulism into their fucking face. Botox put toxins that would fucking kill a fucking horse. Yep. Yep. And, and it was right after I got, I, I still it's, this is fucking nuts, but you can't show the fact what happened when you, the, it, it's, uh, 
I get ads all the time for weight loss pills. It's like just take yep. a pill a day and you're going to lose weight. And I'm and I, I comment on them all the time. Like this is the biggest bunch of misleading horseshit you could possibly peddle wow. people that, that really want to like you know because the people that are going to take those are people that really want to do something about uh, their weight and you know they obviously feel bad about themselves and so then they see this magic pill that is is promoted showing weight loss and and that's perfectly fine we can allow that to happen. Um, but I don't believe in evil, but man, this is like, if there was, this is like, this feels like it. Yeah. it, I, cause it, it I guess I use the word evil because I can't get my head wrapped around it. I can't fucking explain it. Yeah. Um. Does that, does that motivate you or does that hurt? Like, what did you think about that when that happened? Were, were you tripping? Like, can you, were you like, this can't be real? Yeah, I was pretty disappointed. I'm still pretty disappointed about it because like, I, you know, I run the I did the promotions thing because uh, I want I want to help as many people as possible that are like me, right? Um, even if I just help one person, like I want to yep. show is and and I think and a lot of the people that you see nowadays are like after the fact or I don't want to not necessarily after, but like they've already lost all the weight, and I feel like I'm like midway through yep. the weight loss thing, so I feel people seeing it happen would be helpful to mm -hmm. So I, I try, I was trying to promote myself to, you know, get a little bit bigger of a following and, and things like that. So, so more people would see um, that it, it can be done with, without the bullshit pills or the, the go the gummies that supposedly burn belly fat in a month. They have that. <laughs> I, I had somebody send it to me. It was amazing. If, if you can wow. take, if you could eat one gummy a day and burn 20 pounds of belly fat in a month, would you do it? And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that you can't, one, you can't target fat. You can't target fat loss, right? You, you lose fat. And you can't just say, oh, I'm going to lose my belly fat. It sounds like an IQ fat. test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> take the gummy to lose the weight on your belly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to eat sugar to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, and, and so, so people are so susceptible to that kind of shit. And yeah, um, I I want to do what I can to kind of fight that crazy narrative that it that it there's an easy way. Well, I think it's still being blocked a little bit too, because when I went to put into to bring up some windows here to have your Instagram and stuff, mm -hmm. when I typed it into the Google search bar, including your handle name in your first and last name, your your Instagram still didn't populate. I That's had to crazy. actually go to mine search you from there because I was already following you and then copy paste it into the browser, which is really uncommon if I have a first and last name in the handle. So wow. yeah, I still think there's a bit of a shadow on band on you. Do you know how to um, search by hashtag um, on, on a computer? Uh, without clicking the hashtag first. Oh, okay. I just, I just did it. Okay. So just I just put in the hashtag. Then, yeah. Yeah. I put hashtag weight loss just to see. Oh, what happened? Yeah. So this is just totally random. I'm going to bring this up. Okay, Danny, ready? Yeah. yeah. And, and you tell, is, is this, um, is this legit? Like, like, so the, would, would, if you, could she boost this? Is this not allowed? Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I mean, technically that would, yeah, that would not be allowed. Because oh, of, fucking because what the, the fuck? Before and after picture. What but, the fuck? Yeah. That looks like a, Selling black latte drinks, drink mix. Yeah, 
I wonder if it has to be because yours wasn't attached I, to a product, right? It was just no, you. Was I just, wonder. I wonder if that had something to do with it. I didn't mean to promote that, but so wow. So because this is some that that would be like fat shaming because you're saying, Danny, you're a criminal. I'm so proud of you. I know, me too, bro. That that guy, that guy's like, I think he's in his sixties, and he is one of the fittest guys at Krypton. It's dumb, Jerry Becker. He's got a great name too. Hey, I bet you that dude could fight. He, he could run. I know that. Okay. When your last name's Becker, elementary school's a son of a bitch. Oh, look, uh, Jim, Jimmy's in the comment. I, I love that dude. The guy that hey, did 365, that guy's a monster. So, so that, so that's, um, that's considered fat shaming right there. That, that, that lady is basically by showing the before and after she's suggesting that being overweight is unhealthy, which could hurt someone's feelings, which Instagram doesn't want. I guess. I guess I, fucking believable. I had a I had a troll account uh, commenting on one of my posts a while back and and messaging me, calling me a fat phobic piece of shit because I was uh, doing the weight loss thing. And what is what is a uh, what is fat phobic? What is that? What does that word mean? Afraid of being fat. Like it sounds. Phob- it sounds like it, fat. It sounds healthy, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Fat phobic. Why wouldn't you want to be like? I'm afraid of being bitten by spiders. What you? What is fat? Oh, phobia of fatness. Obesophobia yeah. is an intense, overwhelming fear of gaining weight. Yeah, and sure, yeah. irrational fear. Irrational. There's, not, there's nothing irrational about me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified of being 450 pounds again. Me too. I'm terrified <laughs> of me being 450 pounds. But, yeah, uh, there's there's and because of that, I found out there's like different levels of fatness. I don't know if you guys know that. No, tell me. Like obese, um, super obese, like that. Yeah, even better than that. There's like, um, damn, I wish I could remember them. Morbidly uh, obese. No, it, it's it's like uh, it's like woke terms. So it's like um, super oh, fat. Yeah. I think they have a super fat, um, or something like that. You know, it sounds like a superhero or something. It was like the uh, yeah the fatness scale or some shit. It, it's wild. Um, the stuff that you can find. Oh, there's there. a comedy. Oh, oh, God! I wish you could just type in um, "woke fat scale." Maybe you can. Social justice comes for obesity. F- five levels of fatness. That might be it. Hey, when I was a kid, they had a section that um, I think I would even shop in my mom, and it was called Husky. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? I didn't like yep. that so much. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't Husky. like that as a kid. I didn't oh. like really. I didn't like that so much. Yeah, the fatness spectrum. There it is. Small fat, mid fat, super fat, and infinifat. That one's my favorite. Wow, infinifat. Yeah, I, I was super I was previously super fat. Wow, infinifat sounds like you've gone past the point of no return. It sounds like a like a superhero that comes and eats all the McDonald's cheeseburgers so nobody else can have them. <laughs> the thing is is at least for me, like I, I don't, I don't really care. Like I, I, I'm not, I don't look. I, I, I know that there's a lot of people who look at fat people and they're like, "That's gross." Like I, I fucking love humans and I love the bodies and I love going to the beach and looking at all the skinny and fat people. I, I fucking love it. I, I'm excited to go to the beach and just see all the bodies. Yeah, but it, and it's, it's not. It's, I even see fat people that I think are fucking hot. Like. Whoa. I don't know what's wrong with me, but, um, but the older you get, 
the less attractive it is because the, the older people don't hold the weight as well. But fuck, it's just you're gonna die. Like you're gonna die. No, and how, you're gonna how, die prematurely. So why? What, what? How many morbidly obese people do you see at sixty years old? Like it's that's not a thing. Wow. You know what I mean? Like it's none. It's, I see none. You're right. right. I see none. So, right. It's uh, that's not a thing. You don't you don't get past uh, most um, morbidly obese. You're not gonna. Most aren't going to make it past their fifties. Um, wow! So, like, and the truth is, is the re- all the real old motherfuckers you see are like just skinny. Yeah, like really skinny. Yeah, like you see a ninety-year-old dude, and it, especially if he's spry, still he's skinny. Yeah, he's not even buff. Yep. Yep. Yeah, my mom's probably going to live forever. She she does CrossFit. And she got skinny. She looks great. Yeah. She's Sometimes fit. I see her. She's fit. She's not skinny. She's fit. Yeah, sometimes I see her. It looks like she's she's like she's reversing her aging. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm probably gonna catch her. <laughs> we'll get rid of that uh, midsection with some of those gummies. Get yeah. Some yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Send gummies. me, send me <laughs> some gummies. God, that's all you need. You can sit on the couch. You can watch TV. You can eat McDonald's and do all that other stuff. And and as long as you take the gummies, man, you sit. <laughs> Um, Danny, who, who, um, so, so when you were sitting in your car, you, you got there an hour. Why did you get there an hour early that day that your first day of CrossFit? Uh, cause I knew I was going to fight myself. Uh, what do you mean? I knew I would have to like talk myself into going in. So you needed the hour maybe. You're saying you're saying if you would have gone up, gone there five minutes before, and, and what was that self? If you had gone five minutes before the cl- class would have started, and then you'd been like, okay, now I'm not going in. I I probably would have drove right by the gym and gone to fucking Wendy's. Did did Ben see? Did you did you had you ever met Ben Smith before then? Uh, yeah, I, I think we we've met at some point. We've we've been Facebook friends for since like 2012. So, uh, so at some point somewhere around Chesapeake. He went to Great Bridge High School. I went to Hickory High School. So we were like high school rivals and maybe baseball or something. I'm not sure. So you know that there's this dude in your town who's one of the fittest human beings who's ever walked on the planet. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm going to go to that gym. <laughs> if you're going to go to one, right? Go to the one right. with the, the best there. Um, yeah. Good point. And, um, and, and then so uh, that day when you go in, do you, do you go in and you have to go to the front desk and fill out a waiver and you're doing all that? Yep. There's a, there's a, in the evening, there's a little guy about your height that stands behind the desk, Steve. Yeah. Um, Sounds the, like a good dude. He's a, he's, he's a great, he's a great dude. Um, he, he was the reason I came back the next day. Wow. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I legit came out uh, of trying to work out and he said, how'd you like it? I said, I don't know if this is for me. Um, you know, that was miserable. Uh, and, and he said, uh, we do the Friday night lights. Come check that out tomorrow. Just come hang out. Uh, and they were doing Friday night lights for 20, 21.2, I think. And, and, and when he's saying that to you, he's making eye contact with you and it's not like a fucking recording. He's like, I, Hey, I fucking see you, Danny. Big and flexy. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like I see you like come back. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it was kind of smart too, because he was like, come back and see the community and the people yeah. that'll be around at the support. So it wasn't like, come back and you're going to like tomorrow's workout. It'll be easier or something. He was like, well, just come check out the people uh, and the support you'll get here. Right. 
they come hang out. It wasn't even like a come workout. It was come hang out. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I came back and I walked in the gym and, and it was like five 30. So they were already doing heats of 21.2. And so people were working out and everybody's around them going batshit crazy, cheering them on. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I, I can do this. This is, yeah. What did you wear your first day? I know that's an issue with, with giant people. Like you, they don't know what the fuck to wear to the gym. Like shit, what am I going to wear? I wore um, like an Under Armour compression shirt underneath a, uh, like a 4X t-shirt at, at the time. I was Oh, like, like a, to strap down all your fat. Yeah. At the skin. time I was in like a 3X t-shirt. So I wore a 4X. So it was like really baggy over top of wearing the compression shirt um, and then wore shorts. And then you go back the next day yeah. and and that was it. Those first two days after that, you were just in. Dude, I was hooked. I went home that night. I watched like the old games documentaries. I watched yeah. the bond <laughs> behind the scenes. It was it, like, I, I was, I ordered some nanos online <laughs> and yeah. some, some Metcons. Yeah. Uh, Fully indoctrinated. You know, sorry about the Metcons, but good job on the name. Uh, yeah, I was sorry. I was sorry about the Metcons too. But and then I, <laughs> your feet are too wide for the Metcons. Sorry. Way, I know that's off way top. too wide. Yeah. I, mine I, too. Mine I too. only wear the, the nano tens because they have such, they have a really wide toe box and I, I love them. Um, but yeah, Krypton's community is like, it's, it's stupid. Uh, how incredible it is. Um, everybody there wants everybody else to be the best version of themselves. Um, and they're, and they're going to push you to be it. And it's, it's such an awesome thing to be a part of. And yeah, um, I was hooked, man. I, I ordered a case of fit aid. I mean, I I was done. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hey, do you own your own jump rope? Uh, actually I don't. Oh, you pussy. I know. So I look. I've I've been on RX Smart Gear like twenty times, looking at which one that I want to get. And I, after the show, if you don't have a, your own jump rope, geez, Louise, you're not even. Commit. I I travel with the jump rope everywhere. I'm not, I don't use it, but, it's but I got it. But I got I, it. I do. I do have. I a got jump it. Rope, I mean, like I, I fake that an shit. Amazon jump rope. I, I can't make. Yeah. I I can't pull the trigger on buying a. Oh. Uh, like an expensive one right now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, it's yeah. And and to be honest, like I, mine have been given to me over the years because I was look. There, they are expensive. Yeah, yeah. They can but you got to have one. It's part of the. Yeah. You got to have a, a jump yeah. It's part of the gear. You like the, you know, I got the shoes, got the fitted, jump rope. And, yeah, I got the bag and the the Alex Smith grips and the knee Perfect. sleeves. You know, <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not a crossfitter if you don't have grips hanging from your bag, right? <laughs> so true what about what about surgery danny did you ever um think about having surgery dude so uh right before we moved to oregon i had actually gone through the entire process i was i was gonna have the um sleeve gastrectomy where they remove part of your stomach and just make the stomach smaller um i didn't want to do the whole gastric my mom had gastric bypass probably 15 years ago um and it, it like wrecked her man she's still if she eats something greasy, she'll get sick and stuff like it, it, the gastric bypass is crazy. But yeah, I was, I was real close to, um, doing the sleeve gastrectomy, I think it's called, but I basically, I, I got injured at work in 2017 and I was out of work for two years, uh, trying to settle a case with workers comp because when I got injured, the company, the little shitty company I was working for fired me. Um, and, and then said, we're not going to pay you workers comp. So I, but I had an opportunity to go work at this, company in portland and so it was like hey i can stay and 
get this surgery or I can go back to work, you know, and I'd already been out of work for three, three years, I think. So I, I was ready to go back to work. You know, I, at this point, I'm, uh, that was, that was probably a big reason I got up to 450 pounds for those three years. Uh, you know, I, how did you hurt yourself at work? I, I was picking some, like an exhaust bellow up. Um, and I, I tore a couple of ligaments and stuff in my uh, left shoulder. Oh, no um, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get like a um, biceps teonesis, um, slap tear repair. They had to put some cartilage in. Uh, I was had a lot of bone on bone stuff going on. It was, it was bad. God, I, mean, I like, loved all those words, bone on bone, slap tear. <laughs> yeah. What was the thing you picked up? I like that. I don't even know what that is, but I like that too. Uh, so, it was a... What? SSDG exhaust pillow. So a, yeah, yeah. SSDG bellow. exhaust pillow. <laughs> bellow. Yeah, bellow. There bellow. you go. Yeah. What is it? That, that's an exhaust pipe on a boat. What is that? Yeah. So the, it's for uh, like a diesel generator, standby service diesel generator on a ship, and it basically it's like a you you fit the pipe all the way out the ship, and then there's this last piece that goes in. It's like a fl- it, it can flex because when it heats up, it needs to expand, and then when it yeah down, it needs to contract. Yeah, so, I have so. one of those. <laughs> I have one of those when it heats up and expands. Uh, why? So why didn't you get the surgery? What? 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 What made you? You just kept thinking about what, how it fucked your mom up, or why didn't you do it? Because uh, it, it was I had to take the job in Portland. Uh, like it, it was. Hey, you got to move out here now, or, or you're you're not going to get the job. So just um, by just by accident, you didn't get it. Yep, I was I and, was a hundred percent going to get it. Like I was scheduled for surgery probably two two months later. Hmm. Uh, look at Caleb. Where where is Caleb? Where the fuck is Caleb? Yeah, you're not. What the fuck are you doing? I was like, who's this guy? Whisper. I mean, there was a there was, I was a about point. to fuck that dude up. That's my homeboy, Caleb, talking <laughs> shit to me. Look, how are you getting there? There was a point where I I remember having a conversation with a friend, uh, a really good buddy of mine. That uh, he's like, you know, you probably should lose some weight. And I'm like, look, man, I've tried everything. You know, I just can't lose it. I'm gonna have to get surgery. I, I remember a point where I. I, I I'm just medically not possible of losing weight. And in actuality, what it was is I was just a lazy piece of shit. But you fully believed that at that time that you just weren't capable of losing weight. And you fully believed like I tried everything. And you I, like, t- I, I told people that I tried everything. I've worked out, I've dieted, blah, blah, blah. And, but none and, of that was really true. Like you knew you hadn't really actually given it your all or at that time. Yeah. Not, not a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. the, the diets I used to do were so drastic right you know like mm-hmm. i would cut out everything for a month and then and then after a month you're just going to binge everything so it's um, right no it's longevity like a, yeah you got to find something that you can and a lot of people ask me you got to find something that you can do for the rest of your life because it's not you know diets are temporary a lot of people are like oh i need to lose 40 pounds so i'm going to do keto mm-hmm. and then as soon as you stop keto you're you're going to put the weight back on so you got to find something that you can do for the rest of your life, uh, something that you can sustain for the rest of your life because it needs to be a lifestyle change um, to really make it last. Yeah. When when you say you went through all the steps of the surgery, like you'd like you'd gone to the doctor, you'd done the like. There's meetings and shit you have to do, right? And, and yeah, you have to go to uh, like group therapy classes to talk about weight loss, and then you have to uh, you have to do a. Um, six appointments with a dietitian, And, uh, so you have to attempt to lose weight on your own and yeah. you have to like log all the stuff that you eat. Um, and all I did was just 
log certain shit and I didn't log the other stuff that I was eating. I'm like, look, I'm dieting, but I'm not losing weight. Is that is the whole process bullshit or is it is it legit or is it just like going through the strokes to get the surgery? It's just it's just um, uh, a charade. Is it a charade or a charade, whatever that word is? Yeah, it's bullshit. Me and my wife were both going to do it. And she actually started the nutrition stuff. Uh, you have to be a certain weight to qualify. So either you have to be a certain weight, like a certain BMI, or you have to be a little bit lower BMI and then have another health problem. So like if you're a BMI of like 35 and have sleep apnea, you might qualify. But if you're a BMI of 40 or above, you just qualify no matter what. Um, so she like started Holy the diet. Fuck. Yeah. Holy fuck. So you could accidentally lose some weight in the diet and then lose your chance to do that's, the surgery. That's what happened to my wife. She, she, and and they said they legitimately told her if you want the surgery, you have to gain weight back. Holy hey, shit. Hey, when Gary, when Gary Roberts tried to get on the biggest loser, do you know who Gary Roberts is? He's been on the show a few times. Yeah, I, I watched him. I watched him the other day. The, he's the, uh, killing the fat man, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he tried to get on the biggest loser and he was, he was like, like, I think 290 at the time or something. And they told him he needed to put like, Hey, put on 50 more pounds and then come back. Yep. Too small. <laughs> I, I actually, I had a friend, I had a friend in high school, uh, a buddy of mine, Mike, we, we tried to do the biggest loser too. It was like two or three years out of high school, and we were both right at 300 pounds, so we didn't weigh enough. I, I mean, I could understand being the producer of the show and thinking that, but to tell someone to put on more weight is uh, – come on, that, man. That, sh- that show is that show's awful, man. They don't do – so they don't do reunions, uh, and it's because everybody gets fat again. Because yeah. they, that, like I was talking about, they do such drastic changes in such a short period of time that you know they're working out four or five, six hours a day and and then eating only the shit they're allowed to. But then when they go home, nobody can sustain that unless you're, you know, a sponsored athlete that gets to work out every day. No, nobody can sustain that. So they put it all back on. So don't Do you know anyone who's had the surgery successfully? Like where, like, like you said, it fucked your mom up. Like I, um, Gary Roberts did a piece on it the other uh, many years ago about a woman he met. And she said she regretted having it too, because she has to take these pills the rest of her life because the part of the intestine that they cut out absorbed like nutrients or something. Yeah. And she can no longer do that. Yeah. yeah the gastric bypass is really tough. I, she, like my mom, my mom's kept most of her weight off. Um, I think she, it's probably been, I was in high school, I think when she got it. So it's probably been 15 years. Um, and she's kept most of her weight off, but, uh, yeah, she deals with like, you know, eating some greasy food and and she's sick for like hours, like throwing up diarrhea because it just tears her intestines up. Fuck. It's wild. It's wild. Cause I mean, they, they cut your they cut part of your intestine out and they reroute your intestine to this little tiny pouch that they make. And it, it, yeah, it's, I mean, they just fuck your digest, digestive tract up and I just don't, it's wild. Wow. Uh, um, G, this guy right here, Jim. Yeah, that's Jim. Yeah. That's the 365 Murph guy. Yeah. You, so mm-hmm. tell me about your relationship with him. You went and, and fucked with his, his Murph thing. You're crazy. So, I wouldn't He's, go within a thousand miles of that dude. I like it that he just is on the show and lives on the other side of the country from me. He scares me. He saw he saw uh, my TikTok video of me doing twenty two point two, the RX one, and and he was you know commented that it it fired him up. He was you know I I think he even told me that he was close to not doing Murph like he was just you know after a couple hundred days or something like he was really starting to fuck with him, and then he saw me uh, like giving it everything and and it fired him back up to keep going so 
I did a Murph by myself here. I did a couple of them. Um, my house is exactly one mile from Krypton. Okay. So mm-hmm. I can run my mile of the Krypton, do all the, the rounds of shit there and then run home. And, they, and it's like a perfect and, and fucking fall right down in the shower. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so, Hey, that know, last mile of Murph is batshit crazy. Dude. It's yeah. so fucking nuts. Yeah. And, and the mile it's here, horrible. it goes over a but good, but horrible. You got to come up a, you got to come up a hill. So after oh. like, <laughs> it was bad. You ever but, did, um, did you, have you ever done it with the vest? Yeah. I, I, I did it this year with the vest and the video that I made. Um, I did it with the vest. I've never done it with the vest. Wow. So I, I scale the pull-ups. I do inverted rows, but I do, I do it with the vest. And so you can't, how, how close does he, how close does he, uh, live to you? Um, probably three hours. He's, he's up in, he's up in like Eastern shore of, uh, Maryland. So it's like right up the Eastern shore of Virginia, which is, you know, like two and a half, three hours for me. So um, you just, you just t- text him or call him and like, Hey dude, I'm, I'm that guy. Can I come up and do Murph with you one day? He, he invited me. He reached out and was like, Hey, come do a, uh, come do a Murph with me sometime or whatever. And, and I never got up there while he was doing the Murph. Um, but I ended up having to go to Philly for work recently. And so I, the way I drove to Philly was up the Eastern shore. I went up to Chesapeake Bay bridge tunnel and came up the Eastern shore. And I told him, Hey, I'm coming up. Let me, I'm going to stop by, drop in. And so we did a, we did a, he's doing three sixty five hero wad right now. So we did mm-hmm. a hero wad together. Um, and, and then the, he's, that guy is built different, bro. Because we did, we did a hero wad, and he's like, uh, first I did my stuff that I needed to do for the day for Krypton. So I did my weightlifting, I did my little wad, and then he's like, all right, let's do this hero wad. So we do that. He's like, hey, I want to keep moving. You want to do something else? And so then we do another wad, and it's like, it, it was like, uh, and it was something simple too, like wall balls and uh, skiing. But it was, oh god, he he does <laughs> he does fifteen cows on the ski while I'm doing fifteen wall balls. So it, and it was like five rounds, and you just alternate. There's no stopping. Right after the hero bottom, the dude is he is a he is built different, man. Hey, were you built sore different. shit after training with him? And, dude, I really it takes it takes a lot for me to get sore now. Hey, are you really strong from being four hundred and fifty pounds? Like do you, can you deadlift three hundred pounds? I, I deadlift four twenty five. Holy shit. Holy I, shit. I, right now I think I squat three fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. How close are you to getting a pull up? Uh, I can do them banded. I use like uh, two green bands, and I can I can do one. So I I, I still got a little ways to go. Well, um, when you're warm, what's your negative look like? Like, can you hold your chin over for a count of three? <clears throat> one, two, three, before it rips you down. Yeah, I, I can do jumping pull ups, and I come down pretty slow. Uh, that's that's one of the things I do to try and get close to doing them. I think I'm a, I'm such a huge proponent of negatives. I don't want you to like do them yep. cold and fuck yourself up. But man, <laughs> I feel like negatives like yeah, yeah. I just feel hold, so hold, strong after I do negatives. Holding that position, you know, gets those muscles that you need to uh, to do a pull up and get some working. So yeah, yeah. Um, when when you were sitting in front of the place for an hour, do you remember that the final thought before you opened the car door was it like, hey? don't be a pussy or, Hey, just do it this once and I'll let you go. And you don't ever have to do it again. Or, Hey, you can buy ice cream after this or. No, I was, I I was, I I call myself a fat piece of shit. Yeah. Just going hard. Get out out of the fucking car. Quit being a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, You know, uh, 
uh, I heard something the other day. People say it's not that simple, but like it really is that simple. Just go and do the fucking thing. It, it, it's uh, weight loss is uh, I say it's, it's, it's a simple thing, right? Losing weight is simple. It's not easy, uh, but it mm-hmm. is simple. It is very, it's a very simple formula, uh, but it, it's not easy to do. You just got to do the work. That's a, that's all it is. Uh, motivation is horseshit, right? Uh, discipline is, is what matters. You just got to show up. And if you show up and matter, I did not want to do this podcast this morning. I was so fucking tired. Yeah. I was so, I've not, this is the most tired I've been. Like I never, I've never not wanted to do a podcast thing. And this morning I woke up, I was so fucking tired and I, and and I'm so glad I did it. It's just discipline. Yep. Yep. Okay. Great. Shit's not going to happen myself. Hey, you you talk about a, a sustainable diet. What would a psychologist, is that sustainable talk? Is that it? It, it, I, I think it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I'm guessing that there's some psychologist out there who's like, Hey, that's not sustainable talk. But, but, uh, um, is that, I mean, do you still use that talk? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Let's go asshole. Yeah. Right. Right now, uh, our movement of the month is a uh, 500 meter row for time. So the fashion you do, five hundred oh. meter row. um, oh. and so we, test, <laughs> we tested at the beginning of the month and then we trained through the month and then tested again at the end. And so, like I'm sitting on the rower, um, pulling for dear life. Uh, and somebody comes over and they're like, you're doing really good, man. And I'm like, no, fuck that shit. And so then the, the, <laughs> the coach that knows me really well, he's like, don't talk, don't talk to him like that. You know? So I think it's, I think it's different for everybody. You know, some people yeah. want to be encouraged and, and coddled, but me, yeah. The thing that's going to fire me up, you, you need to call me a fat piece of shit. Um, especially if we do running. Sally's workouts. 55 and she's rowing faster than you, Danny. What the fuck? Like yeah. that, would that work? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I ended up, I ended up rowing a 134, 500 at the beginning. Of, so I'm like, nice. terrified how I'm going to do. Now you're going to beat that. Yeah. 132, baby. Yeah. Does that, so that scar, that, that makes me happy to hear that. So that scarred you the first 500 damage, like, like mentally scarred you. You're terrified of the next 30 days. What's going to happen? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm machines are my thing. Like if it's a machine workout, I'm, I'm going to beat you and I'll yeah, die on it. I'll die on it before I lose too. Hey, what, what um, when you cool. do that, I, I don't go a hundred percent very often. Uh, um, like, like not very often at all, but what, uh, in the last, I would say two months, I've been going as hard as I can at least once a week. And I noticed, like, it felt like I started CrossFit all over again. I noticed some, like, immediate adaptations in my body. I was like, holy fuck, like, everything just, all my clothes got a little bit tighter. I just feel, like, good. Yeah. Yeah. Do do you notice that? Like, after you do a hard fucking pull, as opposed to, like, just fucking, I just need to get through this Murph. But uh, as when you do those 500 meters, are you pretty, like, wow, something happened? Yep. Yeah, I try. Yeah, I'm usually pretty conscious about uh, giving it a hundred percent. And, and like I said earlier, the guys that I, I work out with will and Phil, they're really good about pushing me to like, just be beat yesterday. You know what I mean? Be a 1% better than yesterday. Um, and, and for me, like if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, like, why am I going to half ass? What's the point? Uh, like I've never understood like, shaving reps or anything like that. Like, I don't know what, if the, if Ben prescribes a workout, that's 21, 15, nine, why am I going to come in and do it? 15, nine, six. Like, mm-hmm. what is that? How is that benefiting me in any kind of way? 
Um, it's not right. I'm, I'm, I'm coming here to get better. I'm coming here to get fitter. I'm coming here to get leaner. Uh, so I'm just going to do the work and I'm going to give it a hundred percent every time. Um, what about, uh, um, when you go on these trips, do you visit other CrossFit boxes like a work trip or do you just work out in your hotel? What do you do? Yeah, I, I visit other boxes and sometimes it's pretty funny. I went to, I had to work in Mobile, uh, Alabama for a little while. And, uh, I went to a gym down there <clears throat> and I walked in with a, a Krypton shirt on and there was like a, a 23 year old kid behind the desk. And, uh, he's like, he's like, uh, you here to do a class? And I said, yeah, man. And he said, uh, you go to Krypton. Isn't that Ben Smith's gym? I said, yeah, it is. And he's like, well, I think we would probably need to put you in an intro class or something because you don't look like you do CrossFit. Shut the fuck oh, up. Fuck. Yeah. Shut That's the right. fuck up. I was like, I was oh like, my gosh. I looked at him. I said, you know what, man? Um, there's a gym down the road. I think I'll just hit that one up. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, I saw your oh, girlfriend no. out in the parking lot. It looks like she needs to spend 30 minutes with me. Like you ain't serving us her good enough. I'd have fucked that dude <laughs> up and talk some mad yeah. shit to him. Yeah. I, I, Going wow. back to your mom's house, you asshole. It was, wow. It was kinda, that is nuts. It was I, early I feel though. now I don't feel bad for that girl calling me fat yesterday. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. He Holy said, you don't, you don't look like you do cross and, and my mentality. What was the name of that gym? What was the name of that gym? I, I can't remember. And the funny thing is I called the next day and the lady was like, yeah, we're, we're selling it in two days. So I think they sold it to somebody else. So it might be a different name now. Uh, but oh, I, I'm getting the kid. The kid was probably just in a looking back. I should have stayed and, and buried everybody. Um, because I've been, I've been to some gyms and done some workouts where it, it makes me feel really fit because we do a lot of volume at Krypton a lot. Right. Um, and and the the weights we do with like dumbbells like guys or he didn't even ask you he wasn't like hey like like I would have been more tactful I'd have been like hey how long you been doing CrossFit yeah. how long you been at Ben Smith's yeah. right yeah uh, those is, are is, is Ben yeah. really a nice guy yeah. like he seems on the videos like I'd like it feel you out a little bit yeah. oh yeah, what's he, your favorite machine you know what I mean like like yeah kind of like. Yep. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe I'm just a woke joke. Maybe I'm too <laughs> sensitive, but to, just no. to say that to you is just fucking. That's terrible. Yeah. It was early on in my CrossFit thing too. So I was like, I'm just going to go somewhere else. And, and I, wow, that pisses me off. I hope Athena's not listening to the show. Cause she tells me stories like that. And I don't want to believe them. Yeah. I don't uh, want to believe that there's people that. The one I went to after that though was, was great. Uh, I, I went to the latest class there and it was, I think the owner was the only guy there. And so he he and I did some like extra work together, and and then we did like a deadlift ladder and and stuff, and it, it was it was pretty cool. So I ended up going back a couple times with him. Uh, so it, it worked out Did in my favor. That that was in Mobile too. Yeah. What was the name of that gym? CrossFit Roadhouse. CrossFit Roadhouse. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's and, and the, the owner. God, the owner's I, a good dude. I wasn't thinking that, but oh, now I now I am. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of it until now. But yeah. thank you, good job. Oh, great. No, it's just me. I, was, I, was, I, was, I, I polluted Susan's brain. Okay. Poor Susan was such a nice boy when I met him. <laughs> I was thinking like Patrick Swayze. Me out. too. Hey, whatever, man. Whatever. Right. Your boats, there are some really <laughs> cheesy fucking uh, CrossFit gyms names: CrossFit Krypton, CrossFit Roadhouse, CrossFit Cowtown. Yeah, I, I just love it that I. I some... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Ben's been on the show now two or three times. I have never done like, like a sit down interview with them. It's always just like, Hey, we're, t we're talking shit about specific game stuff. I'm like, yeah. 
picking his brain, but I should have him on the show and like hear his whole story. He could be an affiliate show. He's a yeah. good, he's a, he's a good dude. He's a really, really good dude. And the thing about Ben is like, I remember, uh, you know, he is very intentional, like about remembering people's names and things like that, you know, like to make them feel at home as soon as they walk through the door. And he, he doesn't like, you know, he's not like, Oh, I've won the CrossFit games and I'm famous or whatever. He's just, he's just a normal dude that like wants to make everybody better. Like he, his genuine passion is just like helping people become healthy and, and fit. And, and he just really loves what he does. And, and he is such a great dude. Does his dad work out at the gym? His dad's a beast. Yeah. I remember his dad being a, a very nice man uh, he's, he's and, and extremely nice. strong. Super nice suit. The whole family is like, like, uh, um, Dane, his youngest brother and, and, and his wife, Emily, they're both coaches and they're, they're awesome. Alec, uh, Alec has, has been fantastic to me. I helped, I helped him, um, hook up a sauna at his house and he just like showered me with noble stuff, go online, pick out shoes and a bag and all sorts of, yeah, they're, yeah, there you go, Jared. Yeah. They're Ben cleans the floor, man. He, he, they're just all like, good hardworking people that just care about the members there so much. Um, and hey, what, is, the, is this, is this, is this dude, is this, is Leslie a, a, a man or a woman? Yeah, that's less. He, so he was, he was with us for quite a while. He's in the Navy. Uh, he just ended up moving up to Annapolis. Le, uh, so, Leslie can fight too. Yeah. He's a, yeah. It's a, that, so me and Les, <laughs> me and Les were workout partners at 7 PM quite often until he moved. Um, because I don't think I thought it was a woman, but that but a woman doesn't talk like this. My man pushes it daily. I've never heard a woman say that. Yeah, yeah. We we call my him man, my man. It's funny. So like I was like talking about earlier, Travis says that, and he's from West Virginia. Travis Bajan says, "My man, my man." So uh, <laughs> he's a really good runner. Les is, and every time we do running workouts, we would always pass each other, and he'd be he'd be like, "Oh, you're doing a really great job, Dan. Good job." I'm like, "Dude, I'm running like a." four minute, 400. I'm not doing a good job. Like, tell me I'm a sure. <laughs> be, be, be honest with me. So from then on, you know, I, I, I'd call him a geriatric fuck and he'd call me a fat piece of shit and we would just push each other to the limit, man. Uh, I, I think, but like I said, everybody's different. Right. Um, and I think that's why I work out at 7 PM because you know, we do, we're a little bit, uh, crass compared to the rest of the folks there. Um, but we all really care about each other and it's dude, it's a, it's a great group. It is a great group. Have you, have you ever um, gone to a class that you didn't want to go to because you knew it was important for someone else to see you go? I mean, in the gym, like, Oh, I like Leslie and Phil are going to expect me to be there. Like, I don't want to let them down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Saturdays, Saturday workouts usually, but it's like a part, it's always a partner workout and it's always like 40, 45 minutes long. Uh, so I, I, I love going because yeah, that's, um, I got a, a, my good friend that I had the conversation with about, I had to have surgery to lose weight. He's, he yeah. started coming about once a week. And oh so I, shit. I, I, I make sure to show up when he's, when he's there. Him and his yeah, yeah. That's exactly the kind of story I was looking for. Wow. Yeah. Like, fuck, I already worked out today, but he's going, I went to the morning class, but he's going to the evening. I'm going just because that's my homie. I'm going to support him. Got to be there. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be there and I'm going to, you know, push him and, and he's going to push me, man. It's yeah. 
Wow, that that's really awesome. I don't think people like you who or any anyone who doesn't fit in the box. I like, and I was thinking of my mom specifically. I don't think my mom realizes the contribution she's making to her box and to humanity. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and no matter how much she she could think she knows, she doesn't. It's and and I think the same is with you. I don't think you. Um, it's it's uh i mean i could just only think back to the 450 pound you and maybe you do know maybe it's me who doesn't know but like did you have a role model at 450 was there another was there someone you were like oh that dude did it like like do you know this guy matt bickle Mm -mm. Mm. um he he was he was on the crossfit podcast i want to say he was over 500 pounds yeah, uh, he train he he hangs with Sam Dancer, really okay. fucking cool dude, huge yeah. fucking guy. Oh, like he's fucking he's, he's a fucking ball, giant tall too. Tall guy, yes. And, and mm-hmm. his his Instagram name's like Bike something, right? Maybe I just uh, yeah. I thought it was Bicolo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like B I K E. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about. He's yeah, he's yeah. Like, did you know him before you started on the journey? Was there like? Nope. N- yeah, that's why it's so important. There's people like you fucking blazing the trail ahead. I'll tell I'll tell you actually. So uh, I was in. Yeah, this dude. This dude's yep. cool as shit. Yep. I don't want to fuck. Th- I don't want to blow this dude up. But you should reach out to this guy. This yep. is a dude worth knowing. I I'm really. Him. He's one of those people. I'm so happy that I got to meet. Yeah, I've seen him with the buttery bros. Um, and and he seems. Yeah, I, w- I would love to meet him. I've watched a lot of his stuff, and yeah, he. he I feel like we have a lot of the same mentality and. Yeah, love just pours off this guy. Like when you see this dude, you'll just you just hug him. Like yeah. this dude is cool as shit. Yeah, I so when I was in San Diego, I went to a, like a I think it was Anytime Fitness is where I went my first time, and it was like a I, I walked in and I went and got on the treadmill, and then I came down because I used to lift weights a little when I was in like high school, right out of high school. I lifted weights for a little bit, but nothing. Just serious. the normal stuff like bench, back and buys, yeah. this lap machine. Yeah, <clears throat> that's cool shit. And so I when I first started. I walked on the treadmill for a little bit and I came down and there was this guy down there that uh, he had like long hair and long ponytail, looked like a surfer dude. And, and he just seemed like a cool guy. So I, I was walking around and he, he looked at me and said, Hey, are, are you looking for something specific? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm huge. And I, I really just don't know where to start. Uh, and I, I will never forget it, man. He looked at me and said, just start, pick anything, pick it up, do it. And uh, he was a trainer there. And we ended up working together in San Diego like three times a week while I was while I was living there. And and that guy really, um, I don't I don't think he knows it, but he 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 had a big impact on me. His name was Will, and he had a really dry sense of humor like me. And he would always say, "Where there's a will, there's a way." <laughs> uh, so, t- tell me about that when he engaged you that first engagement. Did he just there was something in that that got you. <laughs> hundred percent. Yeah. He walked up to me and uh, I, that was, that was the time that I really remember it. Like, like clicking when I, I went to the gym because I was bored at this point. Right. It wasn't like a, I'm ready to lose a bunch of weight or whatever. Um, I just wanted to do something with my time outside of my job. Um, and so I was walking around looking at the stuff and, and he, he said, uh, he, he looked at me, just start. And I, okay, uh, let's do it. Let's just start. And so, uh, I did he stay did. with you? Was he like, Hey, come over here. Do yeah, this he, he was like, Hey, why don't you grab a kettlebell and, and, you know, do some swings like this. Or, 
um, those yellow bands, I think they're called TRX bands. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he showed me a lot of exercises on those. And then, and then after that, it was like, uh, off to the races. And he's just some kid who worked there. He wasn't like, he wasn't, he was, he, you didn't pay him for that personal training. He's just some kid who's like, Hey, I'll help this dude out. Cause yeah. I, cause he, and, and he worked there. He, he, he like helped start that one. I think he moved there for, for it. He came from like New York or whatever. He's a, he's a, he does like bodybuilding and stuff. Uh-huh. So he's a, he's a super fit dude. And he was just like really mellow and chill. You know, he's a surfer and, uh, just an awesome guy, man. And he, uh, I, I think he saw that once I started doing it, I had like a, a drive in me. Um, and, and it, it fed, he fed off of it. So yeah, it was dude, I, I, I'd I love that story. I, I just love how people can just fucking one, like just random fucking dude in a gym can just like, mm-hmm. change someone else's life. And, like that's the snowball going down the hill. Two words, like literally two words out of his mouth completely changed my life. Like, it, hmm. uh, yeah, I wouldn't be in CrossFit without just start being said to me. And, and I can. Like, it's a, such a vivid memory. I can see his like facial expressions saying it. Uh, um, d- d- how about how about your wife? Does she, does she t- ever tell you, whisper in your ear, or your mom and dad? I'm proud of you. Do, 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 do they tell you they're proud of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that huge? Um, yeah. Um, I'm not a not real emotional, touchy feely kind of person so yeah it is it is huge i, I know i don't show it enough but it, it is and, and my wife's really good my wife's really good about pictures like um she takes a lot of pictures and so i'm really grateful that she because i don't i don't like pictures and i don't right. like i don't like videos and and i and i and so me posting on instagram is like really out of my comfort zone but if i can be the person that is that just start for somebody else then then it's all worth it to me um, but she, she tells me pretty often and she will be really good about sending me old pictures with like a recent picture next to it and being like, dude, look at this, you know, pretty often. So God, she sounds like a fucking angel. She's uh yeah, she's, she's great, man. She, um, I work, she stays at home with our daughter and, and, you know, they do, she does the homeschool with her and, uh, and then they do the dance. Uh, you know, she's like all in uh as a mom which is which is just it, it, she's young she's we we did it kind of backwards we had a kid and then got married me too uh, so we're like a little you know not typical that people end up lasting but uh yeah she she adores that little girl and and uh it's not typical for somebody her age she just turned she just turned 30 so she oh so she, she had a kid when she was 20 she was 19 when she had Aubrey Wow. Mm. Is Aubrey your, your daughter also? It's but both your daughters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The way you were talking, I wasn't sure. <laughs> just, like, it was- no, it's, it's fun. So I had a dance, I had a dance mom come up to me one time. Um, Are you the real dad? Uh, she, she said she even worked with, she came up to me and she's like, it's really awesome of you to step up and take care of her. Like you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, blonde, blonde um, do you CrossFit? Are you a real dad? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's right up there with that other one. <laughs> yeah, blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I mean, she's a absolutely drop dead gorgeous kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but yeah, so I get it, but yeah, it was, <laughs> Dude, when I have the beard, I'm the kid's granddad, and it is fucking nuts. That's funny. It is fucking nuts. 
I'll be out with my mom with a beard and people will think that we're the grandparents. Yeah. And my mom thinks it's funny. I'm like, no, mom, that means they think we're married. That is, not, none of it's good any way you look at it. All, <laughs> it's all fucked up. So, oh, yeah. um, did, why, why, are you, um, why are you guys homeschooling uh, your daughter? Why, why isn't she in uh, public school? Um, so it started because of dance, um, because she's uh, it dances. It starts pretty early in the afternoon for her. Um, so it was tough, like getting her from school to dance. And then we also saw that she was doing a lot better, um, with the ability to like the program she does, she like sits down for like 20, 30 minutes, does like a lesson or two in 20 or 30 minutes. And then she can go and and run around and do some dance stuff, go stretch and work on her technique and then come back and do some more school. You know, so she does three or four hours of school a day, as opposed to sitting in a classroom for eight hours and she gets two or three days work done in that little bit of time. Um, so it, it just works out better for her. Um, I think she's got a little ADD like her dad does. So, um, it just, it, it, it works out good for her. Good on you. I could think of a thousand reasons why it's the fucking tell you why it's the fucking best thing to do. You're going to have, you're going to have a, as long as you keep your kid away from, don't get your kid a cell phone. You're going to have a fucking great kid. You got her a cell phone already. <laughs> Uh, here, here's Coke Zero in your cell phone, young lady. <laughs> well, so, so you know, I'm not a, judging you. Yes, I am. She's a dancer three or four hours a day, so we we it's nice to have the ability to communicate if necessary. Okay, Kim, my kids would do horrible shit if they had a cell phone. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, are you, have you thought about taking the um, uh, Danny? Have you thought about taking the L1? Yeah. So we we I think we talked about it before, and um, on this um, show. Well, yeah, we discussed it either in text or whatever, but uh, oh, dude, that I was is like, like shit, my, I am really, my memory is really bad. <laughs> that's like my big next goal is the L1. I wanted to take it. Uh, they have one actually in Virginia beach at the end of this month and uh, next weekend, next Saturday and Sunday. And I was, I was hoping to take it, but uh, you know, we're, we're a one income family and I'm actually transitioning jobs in about a month. So um, don't use that word. <laughs> Transitioning. Tra- transitioning okay. yeah, I'm, I'm quitting my current job and okay, and, and right. taking a, a government job that I applied for two years ago. So if I'm running fucking CrossFit <laughs> Media, but, but which there, it doesn't exist anymore, but if I if I'm if I'm working if I'm running CrossFit, I fucking go, I sh- film with you one day at CrossFit Krypton. I film with you one day at home, and then I put you in the L1. I give it to you for free, and I film with you at the L1. And I and I and I let people know that the L1 is the operating manual for the human genome. It is the yep. way to fucking you, you. Everyone must take it to, to unfuck you of what um, you've learned from television. And uh, and 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 I just fucking milk milk you for content. Um, and milk me. I, 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 God, yeah, milk him. <laughs> Call him up and yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, get I'm, if you if you work at CrossFit, fucking do this is the get this guy into an L one and show that fucking a three hundred pound dude can take the L one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's funny they they actually this use is, you know they post out a workout of the day. Uh, so they they used a picture of me a couple months ago for the workout of the day. Um, yeah, but, I would fucking work the fuck out of you. I'd manipulate the fuck out of you and sell thousand L ones off your back. I, I would absolutely uh, let you be whored out like that. Uh, whore me out. I'll do anything yeah, for, yeah. for free shit. Yeah, that's an important message. Um, yeah. 
but I, I think it's great. So I was researching L1. I, I found one a little bit later in the year. I think I might do it's in, it's in Cookville. So I figured hey, maybe I can go meet Rich or something. Um, but they have the training manual. It's actually sitting next to me. You can get the whole L1 training manual for free on the internet. Yes. And I think, yes, I think yes. it's just wild that yes. people don't know those resources are there. And so you yes. can literally read the content of the L1. I mean, not get the instruction and stuff, which is very important, but you can, read that content and then have it for mm-hmm. yeah it's even Greg more used to start the l1 sorry susan mm-hmm. greg used to start the l1 in 2006 and he would be like hey, well he would teach the whole thing and he would say you guys have all paid a thousand dollars to be here for what any 12 year old could figure out how to get for free on the internet <laughs> that's how we would start to start it, it, it was that's fucking fun. nuts but of course when you're there and you're with those trainers like don't get me wrong read the manual and you're you're at the 99 yard line, but that extra one yard that those train, those L one trainers give you like, I mean, you you get, you'll be in there with like Lisa Ray or Chuck Carswell or some shit. And they'll blow your fuck. Michelle Muth. They'll blow your mind. I'd love, I'd love to learn something from Hobart, man. That guy Hobart. Yeah. Oh my God. He might be retired. He's old. He might be. be. No, no, actually he still travels. He's on the team. Yeah. 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 If you can just be in Hobart's presence and watch him move, at least for someone like me, you'll become a better mover. Yeah. I, ju- I just see him like demo the air squad or something. And, and I become a better mover. It's like uh, taking a weightlifting class with Ben. Ben does a, a barbell, like an Olympic lifting class on Saturdays at 10. And dude, like I couldn't snatch uh, to save my life. And then all of a sudden I took this one class with Ben and he gave me one cue and everything changed, but he can just like analyze somebody's, you know, Olympic lift and be like, Hey, you should put a little more weight on the ball of your feet and look forward while you're doing your snatch. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, snatch. I'm like, Oh, and Ben, cool. Ben learned all that stuff snatch. back at the time where you're just sourcing it off the internet and he's filming himself and then he's watching it and he's going back and forth. And yeah. there's something to learning it that way that really allows you to help apply it to everybody else too. So that's cool. Yep. yep. He's got a, he's got a, um, like a life-size picture of the fridge in the gym. And it's really cool. Oh, he does. Like, awesome. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, like a sticker on the wall. And, uh, so it's like, you know, the fridge is right there. Um, yeah, that's cool. Danny, I really appreciate you coming on brother, giving yeah. us two hours of your morning. What a, yeah. what a, what a awesome, awesome, uh, story. You are a chill dude and, uh, you're, you're, you're making a huge impact on the world. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing your story. And yeah. uh, and stay in touch. I mean, we have each other's phone number, obviously, and we chat in the DMs, and feel free for to sure. tell But you can text me anytime, because everyone in the DMs is kind of just one person to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like... It, it gets crazy in there sometimes, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have a good one, brother. Thank you. Right. Thanks, right, Harry. Appreciate it. Cheers. 8.58 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You feel a little more more awake now? No, I don't know. I don't. I I think I just went too hard last night. I just went too. I went too hard. Just just crushing it down by the beach, just too much, or I I guess. I I mean, well, and I I went. I was yeah. I I I played hard yesterday. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off the air. I played really (laughs) fucking hard, but I had a good time. I had had an amazing time. I never. I usually I wake up at six a.m. and I'm like I'm just awake. I usually wake up at 5.59 right before my alarm goes off. Mm. And, um, oh, look, nice of you to join us. Nice shirt. 
With one minute left in the show. <laughs> peace. Peace. Are you coming on or what? No, you're not coming on. All right. Well, good show. to see you, Caleb. Um, anyway, so tomorrow we have a live call-in show in the morning? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm so looking forward to that. And I think Hiller will be out. here. He He's in town, so um, I will invite him to come into the kitchen, set up his computer, so we'll be sitting side by side on the show tomorrow. Oh, interesting. Uh, That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you sat. I know, I know. This, this, fuck, what are you doing to me? You're over here. Oh, the boys <laughs> fucking love Hiller. They were dancing around. The only thing I'm thinking was, I was like, when he shows up, I hope the boys fucking hate him. Oh, he <laughs> I hope was they want so... nothing to do with him. Just like be like, yeah, those are my boys. Don't worry about that. And now what you're giving him my happen? seat at the kitchen table. Gosh, he's gonna end up wanting kids. He's he's really good with the boys too. He's gonna end up wanting kids. Well, I told him. Your three boys in particular will do that to you. But I think it's false advertisement because you get out there and you have a great time. You're like, this <laughs> right. is so easy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And like, <laughs> it ain't that easy. <laughs> Took a lot of work to get them to get them, uh, get them to where they are now. Train those dogs. They're All right. Um, I will. So you'll be here tomorrow morning with us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Caleb, will you be here tomorrow morning on the live call show? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the show. I will talk to you guys soon. All of you. Bye-bye.